I just got to keep it 100% with you guys because that's why I'm doing this. I just got to keep it real. And right now, I feel lost as hell. I feel so lost, guys. Uh, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel, I feel so lost. I feel like, what the hell am I doing? Um, I suppose I kind of, I woke up from a nap. I don't even know. I was doing something, but. I got a message this this weekend and uh, someone sent me like a job listing. I was like, hey, isn't this your job? And I just looked at it and I was like, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm out of a job. Like, it's weird because like, I've always had the, I I knew going into this surgery and this recovery that that was going to be a possibility. Um. And I know it's asking a lot from the team to fill in like the void I left. So yeah, I think I'm out. They're trying to they're actively searching for a replacement and I still got at least a couple of weeks left to heal before I can start uh like doing the full production photography and stuff. So I don't know. I think I'm out. I feel lost. Um So yeah, I took I took the whole day yesterday to just kind of try to process and uh I, it's been weird this whole recovery period uh for the last like two for the last week and a half i've been able to play games like my eyes been having like double vision but i've been able to play games the doctor okayed it but i wasn't able to i just i wasn't able to play games the last couple of weeks i've been focusing on making this podcast and then just trying to rest and try to heal so you get back to work but it was weird yesterday like the day after i found out like i don't have a job uh it was weird because Danny took the damn day off too. And I just played games all day. I played video games all day. And like, that's how I knew that I had to process something or I had to like uh, mourn a little bit. That's my way of mourning. That's my way of, uh, I suppose that's my way of like processing is, is to just escape, uh, do some escapist shit for a while with Danny, shoot people on, on video games and shit. But yeah, no, that's so I did that all day yesterday. And, and this morning I woke up and um, it just feels strange because it's not like I'm not used to freelancing. It's not like I'm not used to having like a steady job. That was kind of the strange thing uh, was I waking up and then I was like, I know this feeling. I've lived in this space for years and like. The only thing now is that, like, I know, like, I have so much creative energy, like, just building up. I'm ready to explode. I just can't quite release it yet. I can't go 100% the way I want to. So, I don't know. I guess it's a good and bad thing, this whole surgery. I don't have a job, but, uh, I mean, at the end of it, I should be super creative. I don't know. That's what I'm telling myself, and, like... I'm having it's fluxes and flows, y'all. Like some, like it's hour by hour, dude. Like some hours, I'm just like, yeah, I can do this. Like I'm used to this. Like, come on, Sam, you had two job offers and you turned down one just to take this job. So the moment you're healed, you get back on your feet. And like I know that. Like I know I'll be back on my feet. I know I'll be fine. Basically, basically, because that's what everybody's fucking telling me. So everybody's saying it's like. I tell my friends, trying to be all sad and shit, trying to like go fishing for sympathy. 
She's like, hey, y'all, I, I think I lost my job. And then most people are like, I ain't fucking worried, Sam. Why are you worried? You're the last person I'm worried about finding a job. So I don't know. I guess that's reassuring. That's reassuring, I suppose. Um, well, yeah, enough about like how weird I feel. Uh, let's talk about something positive, y'all. That's today's guest. It's Tommy Tran. And yeah, 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 I know. This was recorded like last week. Um, but you know what? Um, deal with it, y'all. But yeah, for real though, if if you're listening to this still, you know, you haven't even made it five minutes in, but if you're listening to this still, appreciate y'all. Look, I love you guys. Whoever you guys are, whoever's listening, I suppose. Uh I don't know. I don't check. I don't I don't look at the tracking. Uh I only know who listens based on like people who send me messages directly. So yeah, I mean, uh so in my book, like three people have sent me messages. So shout outs to the three people who've listened who listen to this podcast. You guys are the best. I love you guys. Um and yeah, I feel like this is just me documenting my like uh steady decline into insanity, but hopefully it's entertaining and fun for y'all. Uh on the ride. But yeah, no, uh I'm just trying to stay positive. It's the weather's warming up, the city's flooding, all that good shit. So, yeah, here's the intro track Lucky by Gustavo, Sanya, and a great conversation with my pal, Tommy Tran. about it every single podcast so far probably think i'm a broken record but uh i'm just so excited i hope wherever you are listening to this i hope you're super excited i hope you're just like a fire little firecracker just got lit you know and you know you're about to blow up because you can smell it that's how excited you should be that's how excited i am because we got tommy tran Hi, what's up, Tommy? Hey, I'm, what's good? I'm so excited. We like we've covered so many topics like regarding you in this show. Yeah, I feel um, like, I feel we've very talked about infamous. cooking you. Yeah. Like, oh man, that got me super excited. That was great. Well, don't get excited now because I'm like here. Yeah. I don't want you to like, take an arm. Oh, dude, that's the thing. Nicole behind you is running the water right now. She's like, she's like seasoning it. Like, right. Right after we're done recording, she's I'm, actually. I hope you. I hope you brought your swimsuit because. Right, you're about to go swimming yeah. in this pot of boiling water. That's right. She's pulling out the meat cleaver. After we chop it up, she's gonna chop it up. You know she what I mean? She's gonna chop me up. Chop that ass up. Oh, dude, you got. Well, let's let's just dive right into it, right, people. Let's, let's just do it, dude. You got probably. Huh. Probably got the most meat per ass to height <laughs> ratio out of all the people I know. <laughs> like, if we were in a zombie apocalypse situation, 
and Tommy was in the room, I'd be like, fucking eat Tommy, dude. He's like the <laughs> most, he's like spam. He Like Tommy as a person is like spam. It's like just straight up meat squeezed into <laughs> pure perfection. You know what I mean? Like straight up substance and mm, mm, protein. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like every time I walk in a room, my ass comes five minutes later because oh. it's so big. <laughs> you need to get uh, you need to buy like two plane tickets, the seat behind you and the seat that you sit in. Right, when right. You fly. Right. I got uh, I got I got brake lights on my ass whenever so I'm backing up. Yeah, dude. You got uh, unlike uh, like you know how the big trucks around here you go like beep. beep. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't got that. You got like the. <laughs> it's the Vietnamese, right? You know Vietnamese, I mean? like, like some like type of like dagad type of stuff, yeah, but like dude. the like the modern like electronic dagad. Oh, dude, yeah. I love like yo. You ever go to uh, the the Asian ladies store by John Morales and like the the fucking Bakun? music? Yeah, yeah. The music she plays in that shit, it is from the future, man. Like when I want to know what the kids are listening to, I go to the fucking Asian store because that shit. It's so good. Right? And you know what's so funny about it, too, is that, like, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while, but does she still have the TV with the VCR? Yeah, they dude. Built it, and, and that's she still where the music uses it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, she still uses uh, that same. Or she got a DVD player next to it now. I'm like, and, like, she still uh, hasn't changed that. She's yeah. like, like, I, I know what I am. Like, this is, like, I'm not trying to upscale this. Like, like I have dude, immigrants. I'm an immigrant. That's, like, uh, that's such, like, a, I don't know. It's, 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 that's. I can't wait for that to be like uh, I want to open a restaurant, right? Right. But I want I want to do it a little bit later in my life, like maybe ten years from now. Right. But I want to do it ironically, like how an immigrant would open a restaurant, like right away. Oh, whereas so like the way Vince, the way Vince's parents yeah, dude. So yeah. like nothing's like nothing's like very modern. It's right. like it's just like barely up to health code. Yeah, it's like bare, it's like. But the food has got to be on point. Like, I talked to Vince about taking over his restaurant. And you right. know what I would do? I wouldn't change a damn thing. No, no, no. Because it's a novelty at this point, you know? Like, sitting yeah. in, like, the Chinese restaurants yeah. with, like, those, like, really ugly-looking seats and these, like, fa- like fancy-looking glass tops. I would hire professional distressers to come and fucking, like, distress <laughs> the building more. Like, get sand belt chairs and shit. Right. Or, like, belt just, sanders and just, like... All right, I need y'all to throw bean bags <laughs> at, at the walls. The, at the walls and shit. Like, like there's not enough texture here. They're yeah. too smooth. Bring a dust machine. How much popcorn ceiling can I get? Oh goddamn! What's Sm- the square footage? I of need that Johnny in here smoking four packs of cigarettes a minute. Like all those American spirits. <laughs> yeah. Like right, dude. <laughs> you want to, dude? Oh, were you there at? Were you ever there at Clearframe when I gave Johnny like a box of tobacco? Yeah, yeah, because I think you and I had talked about because it was it was like for his going to be for his birthday or something, and we were like, we we're like, <laughs> we're the worst friends ever. <laughs> we're like, well, we're like, what, okay, so what are Johnny's hobbies? He makes videos. He likes American spirits. He, he likes, and he loves, he menthols. loves henny, like menthols. Yeah. He loves henny. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so which one of these is like the least worst habit? Okay, the Hennessy. Okay, so we're gonna give them give them the American spirits. Yeah, it was a coin like, toss, right? Dude. At least they're natural. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I remember. I remember like his face he's like you know johnny's yeah, really much yeah. like whoa and that was the, it when yeah, you could tell inside he was just like yeah it, inside like oh he was doing a flip yeah like that was definitely like top four most excited johnny moments right could you i mean could you imagine what it'd be like to be so easily like satisfied <laughs> it's just it gave me four just, packs of american spirits uh, uh, like 
a f- five pound bag of just loose tobacco that's been like expired. <laughs> right? It's like, a, a shit, like, is this a challenge? A shit ton of like uh, just unstuffed cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, I remember Johnny like for a couple of weeks was like, how the fuck am I going to stuff these cigarettes? Because like, I guess the cigarettes stuffing machine can be mm-hmm. spendy. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently it's that's the real fancy stuff. Right. I didn't know, like, making your own cigarettes was one of the expensive hobbies. Right. I, I mean, coming from you, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Are you still doing, like, the the, sna- the Asian snack box? The, is it the, Asian the, or is it Korean? The, the snack crate? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes, actually. Uh, like, so, Lexi, my fiance. Yeah, so, right. sorry out there. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> sorry. And guys, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she saw like a deal on Facebook. It was like nine nine cents for like the first two boxes or something. Oh, and then, but if you forget shit. to cancel, they get you yeah, for six months. You don't months. want to cancel, sometimes. right? But now, so now we do it. We do it on Instagram, right? We put it on my story, and we've been getting a lot of really good feedback with yeah. that. And yet, yesterday was actually the first time we didn't do it on my Instagram. We just enjoyed it because it was from Hawaii. And people is were that, messing. Is that were, what the like the unexplainable emptiness in my heart was all day? Yeah, yesterday? It probably, was, that's what it probably was. was. You're snack like, box gig like, I wasn't fucking watching it. Right, you uh, you knew it was delivered to like to like my apartment. You're like, okay, it's today's tonight's today's the night. Day. I've been tracking this shit. Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone has our tracking number except yeah. for us. Oh man, yeah. So and but we got a bunch of messages from people like. Hey, did you guys do your snack crate? Oh, oh, are you when are you guys gonna do your snack crate again? And I was like, oh, sorry, we already did it. The first thing I brought up, right? (laughs) (laughs) You brought up, like, clear, you were upset about it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to get my heart rate up, right? I'm just Just talking about the fact that you didn't do the snack crate, right? Hey, calm calm your fists there. Hey, put them down. Yeah, you're looking (laughs) mouse on me. Come a therapy cat on me, right? Just throws them at me, (laughs) dude. I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, if Clearframe was The Bachelor, you got the last rose. Like, <laughs> you get a Mary Zach. <laughs> get some Mary Zach and there. It's so right. crazy because, like, I feel like me and you could stack on top of each other and we fit into Zach's, like, silhouette. You know right, I mean? right. And it's so funny because, like, sometimes uh, Zach will just crash down on the ground and I'll be sitting on my <laughs> computer and he'll still be eye level to me. Dude, even that's though he, the weirdest thing. And it's just like, okay, you know what? Like, you gotta like lay on the ground or something. Like, at least give me yeah. some form uh, of like, like superiority over you. Like, give dude, me like five minutes. Zach is like, <clears throat> like Zach is just like, uh, he does a lot of good work because he's out there every day like breaking stereotypes and like, right. not all tall white dudes are assholes. Right. You know, like, Right, he's he's like he's, a, been, he's broken that stereotype for me, you know. Like as long as I've known right. him, I'm just like, he's been so nice. Right, especially in like the current climate for white guys, tall, ones. tall white guys tall white that guys. are also Christians. Don't trust are them. like they are right Last now. They're like I America's America's like hit list on America's hit list right now. But it's nice that like Zach is like, nah, I'm I'm gonna do me, and yeah. like he's such a good person that it's so hard to like see him have faults you know yeah that that's gotta be so much pressure on him too because like you know he's gotta know too that right. his rep is so clean. he's got an image that he kind of yeah. has to upkeep now like like he didn't necessarily like, like force himself when into i'm around zach and he'll be like 
Shit. I just laugh. I'm like, oh, God, like, Dad swore. Whoa, right? <laughs> like, right? It's just like, oh, whoop. It's like, like you're in like third grade again and like someone swears. You're like, oh, my God. He said, he like, he, they say like, this like butt or something. Yeah, man, no. And not only is it the greatest height variance, it's age too. In yeah. The whole group, that's, that's so crazy. Right. So yeah. for you, those of you guys that don't know, I'm... 22 i'm gonna be 23 in april but the next youngest was gavin but gavin's 28 20 28 28 28 or 29 and then it's you and d and then zach so all of you guys have at least seven years on me yeah that's so crazy and so like all these things that you guys always reference when we were in the office i'm just like I don't even think I was born you're, yet. You're like, like Nod's head. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 You're like day like, 300. Yeah. They have a disco. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yo, I'm just kidding. like, you know, we'd all be like, yeah, us millennials. And then you're over there like, I'm not, I'm not a millennial technically. Yeah, I, yeah I am. I know. But like, yeah, I know, but, like, like but you guys are like talking about like a whole new, you guys like actually, like actually grew up in the nineties. I'm yeah. like, I kind of like, I got like the tail end of it. I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm a nineties yeah, kid. That's how I feel about eighties shit. Like when people talk about eighty shit, I'm like, yeah, it's born eighty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm part of that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. I'm about it. Like, I'm, I, I deserve like, yeah. I don't. That, there's that's, a special level of seniority th- that's there. That's why the '80s aesthetic and synth wave is so important to me. You guys didn't get anyone younger than me. We didn't get it because I'm at the cutoff for that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, that's so wild time. Yeah, it was, it was definitely weird because I can't wait to get Zach on this show. I told him about it oh, about yeah. this today too. I'm like Zach, like we're going to we're going to talk, keep talking mad shit about you until oh, so much. you come on this show. Yeah, like <laughs> I forgot who asked me something, and they're like, the conversation went like like this. It's like I was like, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't lift more than ten pounds. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Adam Carpenter. Adam Carpenter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Adam Carpenter. That's right. I was like, I can't live more than 10 pounds. And he goes, how do you pee? How do you pee? <laughs> I was like, I, I just, just lay like, down. <laughs> right. I just I just lean over the toilet and just hope <laughs> it, I, I, I've got enough momentum to just really swing it in. Oh, man. I just dip it at this point. I just, I just I squat down. Dude, man, like. I can sit. You, can you imagine what life would be like, modern life? Like, I imagine these things, Tommy. Because mm-hmm. I'm going fucking insane. I know you in are. In this apartment by myself. I know it's a, a big daytime. apartment too. No, but um, <laughs> fucking, um, what was I about to say? I don't, know. I don't even remember what you were going to say. I was going insane. Yeah, no. you were going insane. I mean, it's fair though. You're getting, you're getting starting to get the cabin fever, you know. I'm surprised dude, you haven't started like the licking the dogs. so quick. Yeah. Dude, I talk to them so much right. now. You're like licking Mao now, like you're cleaning him. Dude, he's like, it's been weird, dude. Cause like, I haven't been outside since like Friday. God, how do you do it? And uh, it's not. It, has, it hasn't been that bad. Actually, it hasn't been that bad. That's what they say in the first week. No, I know, no. It's it's uh. No, didn't I go somewhere yesterday? I don't know. I think I went to High V yesterday. So I did. It's, I did go. I did. Was that just like a big old trip for you? Like yeah. Yes. Like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> right. it's like. This is what the outside world is like. Yeah, this is what it's like. It's like living in a bubble. Yeah. So what? It, what? What's it like right now? You know, having all these precautions in your life, where before you were eating like two packs of ramen for 
a meal Dude. and like and like drinking beer all the time. You know, not all the that's, time, but like you don't like have a beer for dinner all the time. You that's, know, yeah, that's the funny thing. Now it's like me and Nicole sit there and we just like fucking laugh over thinking about what I used to eat and how I used to eat. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll skip breakfast and lunch and then eat right. six packs of ramen for right. dinner. I'll make up the calories yeah. later. So like my blood sugar is like super low and then it's a super spike and it was it was always like that. And like I I love like reading statistics and shit. You know, cause like once you get like a life changing disease, like you're all about it for a couple months. I can't right, wait right. till that fucking phase is over. Right. But now I'm just like doing research and shit. I'm just like, oh yeah, like people who skip breakfast. And like just drink coffee, whatever. Forty four percent more likely to get diabetes. And like, fuck, they do that all the time. Right, right. right. But yeah, then it's yeah. also like, it's also like, okay, like where are these actual, where are these stats come from? You know? Yeah. I, and like, I don't know. I like that's the craziest thing is like, I feel like I'm. I don't even know how long I've had diabetes. Like that's the craziest right. thing. Cause like, I'm at the, I'm at the ophthalmologist, and I'm like the only one not like eighty years old there, dude. Which is probably Constant. the weirdest feeling because I bet that's even makes it even more morbid because you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm having issues that like 80 year old people have. Right. You know and I mean? it's like, like, but like, I'm not even that old. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. It just goes to show all of the, uh, st- all the artists out there putting these like late nights and not really taking care yeah. of yourself. Start taking care of yourself, please. Yeah, dude. Yo, I try a PSA, like, um, you know, like. If you're creative, if you're an artist, like eat breakfast at least. Like, try to sleep regular, drink water. All those things are key. Right. But if you try to be like successful, like me, and make it big, and have your own fucking podcast, fuck that <laughs> shit. Skip meals. Eat six packs of ramen. Get diabetes. Have your eyes filled with blood from fucking working too much. All right. Show that you're dedicated. And no. then like reform your life. Start working out and change your diet. And then still go through another bullshit <laughs> surgery. Yeah, this is an there's ingre- two paths you could take. You know, <laughs> right, what I mean? right. Like, you this is a, that was a super aggressive was infomercial. A yeah, yeah was a, you should uh, put that on Shark Tank. Like, <laughs> sell his pockets. Like, hey, here's my story. Shark Tank's like, is this guy gonna fucking fight us? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yo, why, yo, 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 get security ready. <laughs> <laughs> why do I feel so much angst and terror from this <laughs> little man? <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Like, that's that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast this time, though. You know, clearly, because like, yeah. Last time I just like fucking went crazy. Right. Uh like I'm still like evaluating if everything I did during that time was like me. Probably. I don't know. It's it's sometimes it's like that was the most recent time where I got mm-hmm. to see an ugly side of myself. And like sometimes would you it, need to see an ugly side right. of yourself. Would like, it be your first time seeing your the ugly side? I wouldn't say first time. I've been, I've been. What in, was the? Do you remember the first time? Like the ugly side of me. Yeah, when you like, yeah, dude, when was, you like yeah, looked in the mirror course. one day and you're like, oh no. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. Um, it was probably like in sixth grade. Like my friend Matt Nichols and LJ and Deep, mm-hmm. they all really got into Harry Potter. I just wasn't into Harry Potter. Right. And me and Roy weren't into Harry Potter. Right. And so, like, one day in the backyard, me and Roy grabbed these sticks, and we tied up, like, D, LJ, and Matt to, like, these chairs or something. Something like this. What? It could be a... Like, it's such a weird memory that I have. Well, you guys were bullies, though, back in the day, right? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So, I started, like, hitting these dudes and be like, you gotta stop liking Harry Potter. You sound like your mother. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it was weird. So yeah, no, I've I've like uh like that was the first time where like after that day, mm-hmm. like I thought about it and I was like, damn, that was an ugly ass side of me. Right. Yeah, you, know I mean? you just don't want to like, and like it's it's so hard to like. I feel like most people naturally have blinders and like just like uh subconsciously like mm-hmm. black out those moments. Right. But, like, yeah. It I is like crazy. just like to remember them. Right. Well, you know, it's we all we're all trying to live in this picture perfect dude. world. The world is trying to make us live in a picture perfect world. You know, and dude, so the, the, when that shit happens, is like. No, don't remember. Forget it. You're you're an amazing person. It's like, like no, no. Dude, you gotta learn from that. And like the 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 time I like that I saw a really ugly part of me that came out was right before the surgery too. Was mm-hmm. when it fucking blew up on Zach. Yeah. Like he called me the one day, and I was just like not having it, dude. And I yeah. was just like, just, oh, I was just like, I don't know. It's crazy how. Uh, how much like just holding shit in can fuck you up? You Absolutely, I mean? yeah. No, I think, and I think that's it's something so a lot of people go through right now. Even adults, you know, imagine people that are your age, you know, 30, 30, and then there's people even like four years old that are still holding stuff in. You know, there's people that take this stuff all the way to their grave, yeah, and they is. just never release it. And like, could you imagine? Could you imagine like keeping all that in now? And then just hang on to it. Always have yeah. those feelings. Just well, like, randomly like, get triggered just thinking about it. Yeah, or like having like uh, not having an avenue to express it like artistically. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like for me, like at least there's things that I can do to like even though it's indirectly coping, it's still like indirectly coping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you? Uh, what are your indirect coping mechanisms? Mine uh, is probably. Um, I like. Um, it's it's hard. I think when I just like, I like my most indirect coping mechanism is probably sleeping. Yeah, and like that's why I hate this like recovery period because it reminds me so much of like depression, mm-hmm. of like just wanting to be asleep the whole time and like right. not being awake, not being like participating. Right, you know what I mean? Like feeling you just, like you got left out in the world, yeah. and like you're just like a fly in the wall now. Yeah, and like yeah, no, it's. I think that's that's one. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sleeping because you know sleeping is, it's like you're you know you black out. Yeah. You know it's time passes time like you can, it makes makes things feel like oh, okay ten hours has passed, you know that's ten hours less I was feeling awful. Yeah. You know, and it sucks because like what you're doing with sleeping, like sleeping for that, because normally the the human body can only sleep for eight hours. If it's like good, a good eight hours, so if you're constantly wake up in the middle of the night and stuff, then like you're sleeping more. It's probably because of that. But when you're sleeping more than that, you're just throwing your whole yeah. rhythm off and then you're just... You're just That's, creating more habits on top of that because now you're you're also tired, you're groggy. Yeah. And so you're not going to eat healthy. That's, and you're what, not gonna, that's yeah. what I like. That's what I don't like about this period is that like I'm supposed to rest as much as I can. I'm supposed to sleep as mm-hmm. much as I can. I'm supposed to take it as easy as I can. And so like, yeah, it for a month that starts forming habits. And then like right. after the recovery, like bouncing back into like mm-hmm. going to work is right. so hard. Like, right, because you've now you've been in the habit of 
doing nothing, even though yeah. I'm sure you're like creatively charged right now. Yeah. You know, and where you're like, I have so many things, so many it's ideas. It's still like a dramatic, like light switch yeah. moment when I like, when I'll be going back to work, I'll just be like, oh shit, fuck. Like, what do I do again? Like, right. uh-huh. And then, and then you're just kind of, but it's, then at that point too, it's just hard to get up. Yeah, you're, you're caught. You're caught yeah. up. You're caught up in the bad rhythm. You're 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 on the offbeat now. Yeah. So in order to get I'm back like, on beat, I'm you have forced to, like, to stay here. Yeah, you got to double step in order to get out of it, and it's so hard to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 very like. It's been really strange doing the podcast because mm-hmm. it's some it's uncharted territory, but I'm like, it's the feedback's been like insane and like, yeah. um, it's like. I try. I try to never look at the stats. And like for sure, because we're not trying to be, you know, you know what I mean, like number hungry. Yeah. So, um, so like, but like the feedback, mm-hmm. I love that. I love when people like directly like hit me up and I'm just like, yo, da 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 da. Right. Whatever. It's whatever. Like, like the coolest, uh, like feedback I've gotten is like, dude, it's it reminds me of just sitting in a room with you and the other person. And I'm like, yeah, I like. I miss that so much. And like, like the whole, <laughs> like this whole podcast studio is so selfish. It's for, it's, it's an excuse for me to like have social interaction without having to leave. Right. But, um, selfish. Yes. But you need to be selfish first to become selfless. Cause if you don't take care of yourself first. How can you take care of other people? You know? Yeah, I so just, this is like your way of like, okay, this is how I'm going to get through this. Like once you're out of this, then like you're ready to go to help other people. You know, like this is, it's selfish, but it's, you're still sacrificing, you know, it's self-sacrificing. I don't think so. I think it's pretty just 100% selfish. It's, I mean, it could also be that just following the trends, but I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. And I'm just like, I've, um, I feel like really content this time, and it's weird. You know what I mean? Have you been feeling content lately? Yeah, I've been. Is feeling, that a word that you would describe how you've been feeling? Yeah, I've been feeling pretty content. Um, moved out of my parents' house, right? Yeah, way so to go! That was a, that was quite an experience. Um, like, I'm not gonna say any names, right? But I know a lot of people who haven't gotten got that achievement unlocked. On Xbox Live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So way to go, Tommy. I know, yeah. That's such a hard step. It is. Especially, especially being Vietnamese. Yeah, like, growing with Asian parents, and like, obviously it's nothing to them, because like Asian parents are like... It's our say, culture to stay with yeah, our parents. Yeah, stay, stay with your parents, save money, you yeah. know, get a job, like get married, encouraged. and then like work. Yeah. yeah, where... But, you know, it's... You you know, you kind of... Like me, especially being first-gen, Asian-American, right, where... Where you were raised in Vietnam for a little while, it was easier for me to break out of it because I knew I knew the importance of just doing it. Like when Lexi and I got an apartment, it all happened within like a week. Like we looked, we got an apartment, and then we moved in. Like and then it was kind of like blindsided, but at the same time, I've been happy paying that rent yeah. because now you have a space to yourself and you can, you know, create your own processes, create your own it's, dreams. Dude, it's got to feel like a trillion times better than where you were at before though. Yeah. It was, it was hard. Like I know my parents love me. Right. Yeah. And I know they want, they support me in, in whatever I do, but I also know that 
there's you know they grew up asian they grew up they grew up with parents doing the same things that they did to me so they're they're like stuck in the habit you know it's a cycle of asian. yeah it's a cycle of asian so like there's this weird thing i feel like it's like our mission as like this generation of like we're like we 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 kind of we talk back you know we talk back yeah. to your parents we're we the tell naughty our parents, asians yeah we're the naughty asians at the same time it's like we're breaking that cycle of like see it, that's the craziest thing to me is that you're the naughty asian and you're not the youngest one no yeah i'm the oldest and so yeah, like you're like I, vince right i'm vince and i are like blasphemy in like yeah. in like the in vietnamese mindset you see, know like because i'm the youngest one first of all no one knows about me right because like you know you can you only need to brag about your like best right your your oldest son usually yeah, you most know? accomplished son yeah so like yeah. I just always flew under the radar, so. Right, yeah. And Where you guys are like the torchbearers for your fucking yeah. uh, heritage and Absolutely. culture and bloodlines. Yeah, and, and that, I mean, that. Norms. That, that's really stressful. You know, I'm I'm first gen here. So I'm the first born in America. I'm the oldest grandson as well. And I'm the oldest, and I'm the oldest of my. Uh, of first my, trans. Yeah. Man. Trans. Man. man yeah. So like my. I got a lot right on my shoulders, you know, like I went through, I, I went through like the age of stereotype of like, I was trying to be a doctor, you know? Yeah. You know, like, like, my, did you, were, like when you went to college freshman year, were you like in going to go to one of the Asian stereotype fields? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was, a, I was, a, yeah, I was, a, I was a biomed student for a semester. Yeah. Half, half a semester. Truthfully, I withdrew from biology, but, um, yeah, I I remember sitting down with my parents lunch when I realized like I just can't do this anymore. like this isn't for me, and telling them that like I can't I can't do the whole doctor thing like it's not me. I thought it was, but it's not. And I remember how awkward that lunch was because we because <laughs> then we had just gotten our food. The waitress is looking at us like, "Ooh, someone said something wrong." Right. And so we're just sitting there eating, and then right at the end, my mom asked me like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" and my initial thought was, well, I'm going to get a business degree because as long as money exists, I should be able to get a job somewhere, right? Yeah. Lo and behold, everyone else also thinks the exact same way, you know? And so it becomes this competitive thing. But And then I continued to push that to where I was getting a marketing degree, but I wasn't doing, I wasn't aiming for corporate. You know, I was doing the video stuff and the creative stuff and then that got my parents kind of charged too. It was like, well, what, what the hell are you going to do with that? You know? Yeah. And it's nothing to my parents thing. It's just like they're raised that mind. So they're going to immediately think that stuff, you know? And it's interesting because now, like after, I think, you know, a big part, a big motivator is money. Right. Yeah. So now after I told them like, I'm doing good for myself. Like I have an apartment and all that kind of stuff. Now they're like, Oh, that's good for you. You know, that's great. Yeah. You know, not, <laughs> it's now, all, yeah. now it's, it's, you have to like prove yourself. Like, right. yeah, like that's how Asian parents are. I mean, you always gotta like, they like being proved wrong. And that's the right. secret recipe is like, you just like, cause like one thing about being an Asian parent is you're hard headed. So like the only way to fight hard headed people is it's to be just, more hard headed. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, I think, I think that's the reason why I, we have a hard time <laughs> connecting with our parents it's yeah. because it's this constant competition of like whose head is harder you know yeah. like and it's funny because we get that from our parents yeah. so our parents get mad at us for being hard-headed when we got it from them and it's i'm sure the cycle of right, asian and i'm man. sure their parents <laughs> yeah. are also hard-headed so they got hard-headed about Yo, it too i can't wait till you and lexi have a kid and you guys are just like such tiger parents and oh shit. man i, I 
I'm gonna try not to be a tiger mom. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna try my hardest, but yeah. you know, yeah, I'm gonna check back in ten years. <laughs> check back in ten years. I mean, that's that's the role Lex is gonna fulfill. Is like that, like the empathetic dude. I feel like, like, super... like Lexi's already got like the like. I've seen her do it to you when you've cracked have you know maybe yeah. an inappropriate like the Asian mom stared down. She's like, yeah. Right, like the side look. Right, she's only half Asian, and she still yeah, got. She's because she's half Korean. That's why. Yeah, that's all you need when you're like Korean. Right, <laughs> yeah. I still, I still shrivel up every time it's, it happens. Uh, I'm like, oh, what deja vu? It's like, uh, yeah. die inside a little bit. Yeah, you know. Uh, and speaking of apartments, um, the apartment building that I live that I live in is Silverthorn. They've been building apartment buildings during the winter and they finished an entire apartment complex in like three months. Like it's already almost done and they've already already started building the next one right behind us. What? Like they've they've been going nonstop on it. The Sioux Falls like actually growing like that? Yeah, because I live over by 26 and boonies. Highway 11. Yeah. I mean, boonies, but it's also like there's like like half mill houses around me yeah so it's like yeah there nice. is a that is a weird neighborhood over yeah there. it's really it. weird so it's like you have these affordable apartments and then you have these half million dollar houses just yeah. like right across the street and there's like some really modern looking ones if you get get kind of lost in there yeah absolutely yeah, yeah like it, the neighborhoods just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper like i took my dogs on a walk and we i just wanted to see how far it goes yeah. And by the time we like got all the way in, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. So we just aimlessly wander for another half an hour. Luna, the Pomeranian, she's like exhausted. Yeah, so I'm my just dogs car- would be dead. I'm just carrying her at this point. She's just like panting. She's like, I just can't walk anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Tommy's trapped in like suburbia maze. Right. I'm like, just ah. like, I'm like, I'm like, when do I ask the white people for help? They you do know? like that's the danger too. They're like, oh my god, this Asian guy's stealing right. dogs for this restaurant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Call it God. Yo, is this China Star all over again? <laughs> Yo, like it. Uh, why are we China Star? Don't you remember when they? Uh, so, well, they got they got shut down because the health inspection, right? But Lexi has a story when she when she was going there with her dad, uh, one of, like the waiter, yeah, uh, was like, oh, do you guys want? Do you want to say the bunnies? And she's like, yeah. Next thing you know, she like, he opens the door and there's just cages of bunnies everywhere. And like, I'm fairly positive. Like she, they never said it, but like, I'm fairly positive. That like, that's what a lot of like the meat was, was, was rabbit that they passed off for chicken. Get the fuck out of here. Tom. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, you want to see the bunny? Do you want to see the bunny? Oh, I, I cook no. up for you real nice. Do you do the general what? chicken? Yeah. No, bro. Yeah, I know. That messed me up too because I'm like, Someone damn. Someone called Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, if you're going to do rabbit, at least do it the right way. I'm like, uh, you can't just general I'm, sew everything. That's been, uh, that, you know, talking about coping mechanisms, that's been a huge one for me is Gordon Ramsay. Oh my God. It's something about watching him yell at people for fucking up. It's it's so satisfying watching other people get like destroyed, you know, it's like, hey, at least that's not me. I'm like, how does this guy, he's like, was he trained by like. Oh, he was trained by the worst people. I mean. Like a bunch of Vietnamese women. No, no. French. French alive. French chefs. He was trained by. Yo, do you think that's why Vietnamese people are so good at at like just complaining? 
and talk because <laughs> because because when the, the French, French occupation, invaded, yeah, 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 they're like ha ha ha, and I was like ha ha, like, right. I feel like that's all they did all day was and like, the babies were like like ho ho ho, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now it's like evolved into like it's just dude, like, like the Venus culture. Is it is it like do you know like weekends or like in the summertime? Whatever the fuck, like would like just your parents just shit talking with their friends constantly what are you, what are you talking do about talk- do i remember they they still it's do like, it there's a reason why right, I, yeah. I don't stop by on the weekends anymore oh man like it's like it's relentless like right the culture is relentless it's, right it's so it's so similar it's like that's the that's their coping mechanism is comparing yeah. their kids yeah and it's like it's so weird because like I re- I just really like uh, when I'm in Vietnam and like, you know, because roasting's in the culture in Vietnam. Right. So like, I love being in Vietnam and just like, there's just some one person roasting everyone. Right, and it's just, that's just that's the humor there is. Yeah, it's just even like the like the uh, Paris night. And that's why, dude. Remember at at Clear Frame, I was roasting people so hard, and then we yeah, had did to have, you like, make did you make D to, leave? We had to like fucking have like a team meeting and like talk about culture and talk about like, okay, right. we can't roast each other as right, much. Right, right, right. <laughs> and and really, I, really though, it was like directed at you. Yeah, it was all directed at me because I, I, I'm, I'm always roast. Like, I can't fucking help I can't it. stop. It's, it's, in, it's in your culture, I'm dude. Like, it's in your blood. Yeah, I'm just like, if I see yeah. something like even remotely funny, I'm going to turn it into a joke. Right. Like, and I'm pretty sure like you got D so mad he like left. Like he man. just like, got up and took an early lunch. Yo, it makes it like... I was thinking, I was like, okay, why is D so mad at me? And then I think, he's got <laughs> oh, a lot of fucking reasons. Right. I always roasting his ass all right. the time. It's like, yeah. even like 15 years, there's even at 15 years. Years of roasting. Right, there's a breaking point there. There's a breaking point, dude. I mean, that's like, he just couldn't do it no more. Oh, God. Like, anyone will snap if I was roasting him for 15 years straight. Right. God. Dude. I cannot imagine. I mean... Lom is coming on the show. Yeah, so he's the master at roasting. He's such an asshole. So is this just gonna turn to like this, like I'm gonna, this roasting? I don't know how to too? prepare for it, dude. I don't know how to get ready. Just think of like all of the like awful things he did. What as a if kid. I pull one eighty and just come like, hey Lom, Namaste, welcome to the Daily Celestial Podcast. Wow, you sound like a girl right now. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. these headphones. Um, so today we're gonna make cookies. <laughs> And these are my favorite cookies. You just turn this to like an ASMR? Yeah. Oh, make sure you let the butter get to room temperature. All right. And then Lon just going like, like, what the hell, Sam? Yeah, this is so... Your house is so dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude, this yeah, is like... Right? Like, yeah. He's going to be like bringing up that shit. I'm like, motherfucker, I can't see. I can't clean it. I can't right, see. Leave it, like, I have no depth alone. perception. All right. Like, <laughs> like, I can't tell if it's a dust bunny or my dog, okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's all, yo, it's all the same thing. It's all hair, baby. Yeah. It's all hair. How have things been going skin. with? The, how have things been going with you and your family? I feel, uh, it seems like from what I've seen, things are a little better. You know, um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's so weird because, like, I was, I was when I was talking to Gavin, I was like, yeah, I avoid them like uh, fucking student loan debt collectors. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I'm, I, I feel like. I feel like extra the worst because I'm like the black sheep in my family for sure. Right. Because like both my brothers are engineers and shit. Right, right. But like Lam has made it so I can be a really shitty son 
Because he moved to fucking Colorado, dude. Right, right. And married a six foot white woman. Right. So, so it like, could be worse. I, yeah. Like, no matter what, like, I can just avoid all of her calls as long as I show up once a year. I'm right. still better than Lom. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you like, didn't move away. That's, a, that's the thing about uh, being in me's parents is like, the only like you think being the best, the golden child is good. It's no, only it's, good externally. They only right. talk about that that good shit to their friends. Right, that's all but it is. You know what they do internally? They roast the fucking last place child. The last <laughs> place child gets it the worst. Right. So like, as long as I'm not last place, as long as like all of my mom's like anger mm-hmm. and like disappointment is is directed at Lom, then you're good. Then yeah. I'm good. Which yeah. is. In- Which like is thank you, Lon, for moving to Colorado. Right. Like you would think he's like the pothead. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, it's so right. funny. Like, right. But really, like no one knows. No one knows. No, I still think he. I suspect Lon smokes weed. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try I to get f- him to say it on the podcast. I feel like. I feel I'm like, like you've dude, had to at least done it once. I'm you like, know? you've done it. I know you guys. You've seen everything on fucking Netflix. Right. You probably got bored. Right. You had to go live a little. Right. Well, when there's dispensaries everywhere. Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's like I'm good. Things are going good for you. So, Tommy, are you still getting married this year? I I always ask, and I, I like, am. probably the worst way to ask somebody out of is on a podcast. Yeah, actually, funny enough, I should have brought you brought you guys your save the date. Oh, it's in my calendar. Okay, cool. I yeah. have it like I have it like blocked off for sure. Okay, for sure. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Still, marriage is still on. We're uh, okay. I've been slacking. A lot, on a lot of things. Like she's been picking up the pace, but doesn't it kind of help that she's part of like a wedding business and you're part of a wedding business? Like, yeah, it does because like because <laughs> we have preferences, like, you know. But yeah. at the same time, it's it it makes things worse at the same time because now we both have such strong preferences. Opinions yeah, too. that it's like Ooh. it's hard to like like for example like a first look, right? Originally, yeah. we weren't gonna we weren't gonna do a first look and be at the ceremony and stuff. But after doing so many wedding films and realizing <laughs> and realizing how much stress happens when you don't do a first look, yeah. it's like okay, you know like, what? You, like you can't do photos before. No, you can't do any photos. All you can do like groomsman and then bridesman separately. But other than that, you can't do anything. So the and ceremonies are always at like three, four, sometimes five o'clock. I'm like the sun is going down. Right. Like I don't know. And like you still got to think about family photos. And you saw the actual like groomsmen and bridesmaid photos, like yeah. you got to think portraits, like, and then but then you're also like okay, but people also trying to eat, you know, like like two hours after the ceremony max, maybe like an hour, you know, people are still trying to eat, so like you're just making people wait even longer, people get antsy, and like I just feel like I I remember going to one wedding and like the we ended up funny enough waiting for a Vietnamese grandma <laughs> who was running late. For the ceremony, and by the time she got there, the ceremony happened. It was so late; people didn't even stay for dinner. A lot of people did. Damn. People just dipped. So, I just, I'm just yeah. not trying to like see have like it. that. That's you have so much like experience, like just being to so many weddings and like seeing how they can all go wrong. Right. You guys. Oh like, man, Gavin and I, we probably went through thick and thin when it came to doing wedding films. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's so funny seeing Gavin because he always wears a hat too. Yeah. When you do, we're like we're doing wedding films, we're dressed professionally, and he's just wearing a hat. <laughs> he's wearing a beanie the day. Like he yeah. like never took his hat off. Like 
because I feel like if he, he like showed up and people saw this like bald white dude with this beard yeah. and mustache like with this big camera be like who is who is this pervert yeah, like this yeah, like this sex pervert. offender yeah no i always um i thought it'd always be funny if uh, you guys love you gav guy gavin a wig for like right. for like <laughs> weddings and shit like what did you have to dj what just put a fucking wig on right yeah <laughs> just give him like a like, like a mad long one too. it's like giving him like dreads or something or give him like zach's hair Ooh, could you imagine gavin Gosh. with zach's zach's perfectly glued butt, on perfectly glued on yeah. i couldn't imagine like, i would probably die laughing if i saw that it's crazy seeing gavin he showed me a bunch of pictures when he yeah, did have hey. hair in his head yeah it's 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 <laughs> like you know you look better with like, hair he looks like krillin <laughs> Gavin with hair looks like oh, like, yeah, when hair. Girl, yeah when he was in GT when he grew his hair out no he, I think the last season of Z the last tournament he had hair I think yeah there I remember there was one where he had hair and a mustache too oh, like that, that like gross. that was like that was that was Gavin that oh. was Gavin right there oh Gabby yeah yeah I'm glad you know it's it sucks that like unfortunate things happened yeah right and and like things didn't work out the way we planned, but I'm glad he's like taking this as an opportunity. Opportunity. I was telling him how all this happening is maybe the universe saying like, "Hey, you've never tested trying to do just like a bunch of freelance stuff and see yeah. if you can survive off of it yet. This is your chance to like see how far you really want this, how far you really want to push yourself. You know? Yeah." I, I, when I was talking to Gavin, we were just like, we were just reflecting on our time at Clearframe, and it was just like, with no regrets, absolutely right. zero regrets. Like, right, right. It was like, when you, now that like, I've had like, it's been time to like reflect on it. Right. And like, look at the whole experience. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck <laughs> i just what? laugh i just laugh because i'm like yo for so long before you got there we we're just doing whatever the fuck we wanted i know bro. i know because i'm like, uh, yo, i'm trying to recover <laughs> from it right now what you mean yeah, no, it was literally like it was like every single like hollywood movie of how like a comp uh a fledgling company expanded exploded Got into corruption right. and like, yeah. like went under. Like, right. like that's what it felt like. We were in like just the beginning phases right. of right. that. And then we're and then we're still surprised that he went under. You're like what? I know. Like, like I'm, <laughs> I'm looking back now. Like that meme. Like, I'm like looking at stuff, trying to figure out like like when it's all started. I'm like, well, what did they do before I came here? <laughs> I'm, dude, like, no. I'm like, they didn't do anything. Yo, did Mondays weren't even a fucking day. Three-hour meeting. About like, what? Two-hour lunch. Blitz the rest of the day. That's it. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. Dude, so much blitz. Oh. I remember uh, Gavin talked about uh, us racking up games on yeah, there. Yeah, like 200. Yeah. Damn. I, uh, it's, that definitely came from me, and I feel bad for dragging Gavin into it, but <laughs> a big part of, of who I am is that I refuse to suck at things. Yeah. And so never playing Blitz before and seeing I can't believe you never played Blitz. Dude, I didn't have to I didn't have an N sixty four. You probably weren't even born when that one came out. No. Up. It was well, I was like three, it was like Blitz ninety nine, it was three like three okay, years old. Okay. So I I mean I had I mean I can't I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you about it. Yeah. Like my first console is an Xbox, so it tells you how young I am. Wow. I know, right? Wow. 
That's how. That's how you know. Oh, uh, wow. There's age. That's how you know there's an age difference. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the original Xbox. That was the very first console. I remember begging my dad so much for that. Oh my god. Let me take my Metamucil real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just I started playing like on my own, like after office hours. And started racking on games of my own. So I'm like, <laughs> and I started looking at like the cheat codes, like, like the the inputs and everything. Yeah, and I, of course. Then I ended up having like a, a four string, what? four string input system, like sequence I had that I always do right before everything. That like yeah. I knew like right at the last moment I could hit all four. It'd be like it'd be like infinite turbo, faster running, um, guaranteed. So that passing. became meta. So yeah. everyone had to learn that part too, just to make it an even playing well, field. And that's the worst thing is that no one else cared enough oh. to actually do that. Oh, Tommy. Because, because why should you care so much? You know, uh, who hurt you? <laughs> what, what past trauma made you so competitive? <laughs> oh man, what are you talking about? You already know the answer. <laughs> Having Asian parents with yeah, high standards. Right? Oh, if you don't get the A, you know dinner tonight. I, I always appreciate that about you, Tommy. It's like, um, like you're like the things that you choose to do. You always excel at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's dope. But like, not only that, somehow you find the time and energy to just be aware. Of things, so many other subcategories of things that, like, I, I, I imagine, like, you probably have like the most, like, you've probably seen the most subreddits, yeah, out of anyone I've known, yeah, like, the most like uh, encyclopedia uh, like <laughs> entries. You've probably written the most of right. the most people I've done. I've done in the Wikipedia quite a bit. It's like, where, I, where is that? Like, have you always been like? Uh, just always on like the quest for more like knowledge about shit. Yeah, well, I, I don't think originally it was a quest for knowledge. I think originally it was to seek appraisal from both my parents and my peers because, um, as a lot of people can probably imagine by now, my pr- I, where where I excel is like my need and my drive to keep learning, keep getting better. But where my sacrifice in that is like my personality and my sense of humor, right? <laughs> and so because I didn't have personality, sense of humor, or athleticism, you know, especially in like elementary school, they don't, that's priority. I had to compensate by being the smartest kid or the, you know what I mean? Like in every other way that's knowledgeable was more of like, hey, look at me. I can name all all the states and their capitals within 10 minutes or something like that because yeah. i do that all the time and it was more of that first until i think college where i was just like i'm just so dumb to the world you know <laughs> like i didn't even know what a dishwasher was for a long time like my parents taped the Damn. knobs and stuff right so it was you know like a dish rack just to put like the pots had, and pans so and like stuff. you knew like you tell me at this time in your life you could name all the Digimon and their like Digi evolutions. Oh, for but you sure. Couldn't like work the dishwasher. No, that's crazy. No, I wasn't even like conscious of a dishwasher. That's so right. Fun. And then college hit, and I got my first sense of independence, and that's when things <laughs> went spiraling downhill. It, was that before or after the dance video with that beat you made? Oh, that was high school. That was high school. Yeah, I think. You know, dude, what? how mean was Kevin to you? Oh, let's talk about that, Kevin. Cause Shout he was out telling to Kevin. me he was brutal. Yeah, yeah. 
Kevin made me upset quite a few times. Everyone made me upset quite a few, quite a few times. <laughs> like, I'm surprised I, you haven't mass shot up the Asian community in Sioux Falls. Like, I mean, we're damn. all dicks, right? Like, like you. I mean, it's nice though. I think. I think a big part of it is like, even though you a lot of you guys are very very hard on me, I know it's because you care, and it's nice having an, like older brother role models that care enough to like psycho Asian. Right, it's like Asia, you know. It's it's just nice to have people that care enough to like beat you me, to beat me down. <laughs> yeah, that beat tech. Mean Zach? <laughs> Zach around? He fought the GTR. Yeah, yeah. No, Kevin. I remember one time we were practicing, and I I never done choreography before, and we were learning it, and I remember Kevin getting so pissed because it was the same eight count over and <laughs> over and over, and I could not get it down. He got so mad. He just like. He's just like, he's just like, F you, Tommy. Like, <laughs> I'm done for the day. Like, I'm going home. You don't fix, if you don't fix yourself by by <laughs> practice on Thursday, you're off the team. And I never like stand there like, oh no. Like, I I was just speechless. I'm like having deja vu. I'm like, like, I feel like I've been in this situation before where I've disappointed people. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is all I get for trying to Right. Things. And so like, you know, like, like <laughs> and so like then I'm like, all right. I then I just spent the next like forty hours like practicing the same eight count over oh. and over and over until I had it down oh, pat. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then Thursday came and like Kevin was always like still heated about it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that's some Kevin right. shit. This this is, is, yeah, yeah, because Kevin like two days later yeah. about some shit. <laughs> It's. I feel like he's he, that he like for him that Asian part of him is so strong. Like you know, Asians hold grudges. Oh so, yeah. I think Kevin is like the perfect example of the Asian grudge, and how much he plays Overwatch. That's right. I didn't know he was addicted to that shit. Dude, I mean it's video games, dog. Yeah. Like video games, it's so easy to get addicted to video games. Like ah, it's like even now it's so easy to get addicted. Remember when I was playing that ARPG? Yeah. Where like literally I was doing absolutely nothing, but I could but not so close my phone. Yeah. I even if I wasn't even looking at it, I just couldn't like look away. You know, just like knowing that your stats are increasing. Right? Yeah. You know, like it's like, like uh, I would take it with into the bathroom and poop and just watch, watch, watch my character grind by itself. And battery packs. Yeah. Just for no reason. Playing, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I've uh, pushed myself out of that. Are you that done? Addiction. Are you done playing uh, addictive mobile games? Yeah, I, I'm completely out of that now because I've dedicated my time to playing Smash. Nice. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you hitting it pretty steady? Like, yeah, I'm trying to hit it like every day. Like I, I, I've Damn. never. I've played Smash, but I never. I was never around people that cared enough to actually get good at it, and so I just played it very casually. Yeah, but now and you so, had Zach and Johnny right, Bravo. Right now, and the like, and like these and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, you know. And now that I, like I'm an adult, I can make my own decisions. It's like my own bedtime. Yeah, it's so I can play Smash till right, fucking one a.m. Right, and to me until Lexi is like, "Hey, you should probably go to bed." You're like you have work in the morning. I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. Whatever." You know. Yeah. This is extracurricular. Right, just then, like her, like her, like Korean mom comes out, right, and like also a flip flop comes out of nowhere. Like we don't own flip flops. Just, I yeah, like. Then what did you? Did, all right, did your parents ever whoop your ass? For sure. I what remember. did they use? What what did, what are these new parents using on the younger generation? Tommy. Oh man, I'll tell you. I think what was probably the worst time, and this was entirely my fault, right. I was, my brother and I, Thompson, were playing with tennis balls and tennis rackets, right? And we're just like 
seeing how far we can hit them, like our front yard and stuff like that. And <laughs> my, I don't know what I was thinking. And I was like, let's do this with rocks. Nice. And so, and I'm like, we're aimed at our, our neighbor's house across the street. That's a right? little bit of the devil. Creeping <laughs> <in>. <laughs> when you're a kid. Right. I was, I was never able to be like rebellious. So like yeah. it's like starting to ooze out right before I hit college. Like, um, and I, and I like swing the rock thinking, Oh, I just went in the neighbor's bush, whatever. turns out just smashes their window completely. Like there's no window left. Just a, just <laughs> empty hole. And then I'm like, we're just sitting there eating dinner. And then also our neighbor comes. He's like, hey, uh, I think uh, I, our window's broken. I think I saw Tommy and Thompson playing with tennis rackets and tennis balls earlier and maybe rocks. Like we found a rock in, in, our, in our family room downstairs. And we're just like, oh, no. And my dad just like blew up on me. And I mean, again, entirely my fault. I was being stupid, right? I was being stupid. And I remember he was so mad. He went out to the front yard. We have a tree in the front yard. And he broke a big old tree branch to, to like, it's <laughs> like, and he brought it inside. And he only, he only threatened me with it, right? But I was already like my knees. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, all right, like goodbye. Like, you know, maybe that's why my butt's slipping. It's just like still swollen to this day. Damn. I, I, I was a, I was a stupid kid and I got, I got spanked a lot. All right. Yeah. And I was just like, and he gave me like one whack with it and then just like threw it out the backyard. And I was just like, I think I got, I think I got splinters in my butt go in the bathroom. And I literally have splinters in my butt. Damn. Like my butt is bleeding. That's amazing. And I remember being like, oh, no, never again. And now that's why you have that weird fetish. You know, like, right. it's so weird how things just right. affect us. You know, like, we're talking a lot about my my uh, my come up as, as like, in, a first in Asian American. Yeah. Do you notice any significant differences between mine and yours? Because you grew up in Vietnam until you were, what, seven? No, or? I was only two. Oh, you're only two. Okay, yeah, so, so you were, no, I don't remember. So then, shit. so then, what was it like in America then? Like, you know, like the uh, traditions. I just, dude, I remember like the first like white friend I had was our neighbor, and I was like, I was it's probably like that time period of my life right before uh, kindergarten, mm -hmm. and like this lady just knocked on the door and was like, "Yo, can you guys babysit my son?" What? And my dad's like schizophrenic, bipolar, right? Ass was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so, like, my name, this neighbor kid named Josh, mm -hmm. we became a friend. And, like, I like I felt very lucky because before going to school, he helped me, like, socialize. Like, mm -hmm. Even before, like, kindergarten, right. I had someone, like, that that wasn't my family, like, helping me, like, socialize. But he was probably a terrible influence on me because, like, I remember just, like, stealing from his dad. Oh, and, like, going man. to the pawn shop to buy Genesis games. Genesis. And then yeah. fucking... Uh, dude, like, I think like, like third grade, like we like we made enough money to do like, a little Christmas thing. It was like the first year oh. we did Christmas. Oh, okay. And like, so like everyone had like one present, right? Two. It was like twenty dollars each. Yeah. Like. And uh Josh fucking broke in, like a couple of days before Christmas and just stole it all. Damn, Josh! If you're hearing this now, you're a terrible, you're a terrible Dude, person. Last, like last time I, I heard about Josh, I was like probably like 
in high school or college, and he was like in jail. So, all right, Josh, if this ever gets if this ever gets so popular that it's played in the jail televisions, just know you're an awful person, and I hope the people around you do terrible things to you. Just kidding, I don't don't do terrible things to you. You know what I'm really waiting for? I'm waiting for like that breakthrough moment. You know, let's paint a, paint a picture for you, Tommy. Paint a picture. I'm on vacation. Give me that Picasso. Right. Uh, uh, North France. Okay. I'm out there on vacation. All right. Uh, I'm wearing a black and white striped shirt because mm-hmm. you know when you're in northern France. Right, right, right. Uh, got a big head in yeah, one yeah, hand. Yeah, big head. I'm just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like soaking it in, and then like fucking the smell from the ocean. It's just like it's the sulfur, right? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I smell it. Reminds me of Josh. Because <laughs> he he smells like sulfur. He smells like sulfur. Why would he smell like sulfur? I don't know, but. Then, that's, that's a little scary. Was he a pyromaniac at a young but age? But here's what happens, Tommy. What happened? I realized Josh is, was an imaginary friend. I made him up all along. You're and kidding. It was someone I made up to externalize the evil things that I did as a child. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's... <laughs> wow. So, yeah, you want to ask me about my upbringing? <laughs> I'll tell you about Josh. <laughs> Let me tell you about Josh. <laughs> Let me tell you about all the things Josh did. <laughs> yep, it was all Josh. Damn. No, I, I swear Josh was real. But I always question my memory. Because sometimes, yeah. like, I think about things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no way that fucking happened like that. No right. way it fucking happened like that. Right. You, you know what I mean? Because, like, like, I think of, like, my upbringing and like like growing up in a household where like my dad was like psychotic and like would have episodes right. and shit. Yeah. Like that was so traumatic, dude. Like I don't even know if like some of my childhood memories I made up to forget other things. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. some of it just, that's, that's some of it just seems so like preposterous to me. And like um and that's like that's the thing that I like I like struggle to deal with sometimes it's just like like what's reality and what's yeah fictional. you know i mean like because there's so much in my childhood that i just completely black mm-hmm. out and like that, and that happens a lot though yeah. that's that it, that is something that children tend to do um you know especially when their imagination is so vibrant at the time yeah, dude it's easy to like forget about especially as you're an adult and you like try to forget about it and you you think happy thoughts you you know Especially when you get to that point where you are like meeting someone and you get to start having those deep conversations of like, well, dude, what was I, your upbringing like? It's just like, I remember, uh, it's like, you probably feel this too, but like, I remember when I first started making beats and when I first started rapping and when I first started getting into photography. I'm like, why does all my shit look so sad? <laughs> why right, does it right. sound so sad? Why is it right. so depressing? I'm like, right. why this I, is just what comes out of me when like it's pure expression, I guess. Right. Why am I unconsciously like bringing the saturation down and like making this like making this as moody as possible? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, it, it's so crazy because like, and I think that's um, it, it's kind of, I I always think of like the concept of like people who have a lot of life experiences become mm-hmm. like pretty expressive artists. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because like they have such a deep uh, well to dip in to yeah. and pull from. And like... And you know what makes all of that very interesting is that I find I find it's it's the it's the hard times and the sad times. And like when you're in like that dark place is when you're most expressive, you're most creative. Yeah. And I kind of hate that. 
Right, because I don't want to <laughs> like, be. I, I don't want to be thinking about like depression and like, like suicide and stuff. To be like, oh, I'm like, I'm like creatively juiced right now, yeah. you know. And but like when I'm like, literally like when I have the most balance in my life, and when I'm like stable and right. happy, it's you like feel, you feel like nothing. Like, you feel like okay, so, I'm yo, the least creative sometimes. Right, yo, something crashed on me right now. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like I just want something to go wrong so I can f- have, uh, like that well to dip cr- in. Yeah, yeah. that I. Refill the well, but like that's why like, I tell myself I tell myself a lot of shit. We all tell ourselves a lot of shit, right? At the end of the day, I tell myself like I can't rely on inspiration. It's always got to be discipline, right? But like, um, and I think that's why like I think that's why I really like doing the Philly Flair shit. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a lot of discipline, right? It's, because you're you're become and that's. And I completely agree with that. It's it's creating this routine, this yeah, this thing where, where it's almost even harder to maintain the standard instead of just constantly being creatively, you know. T- yeah. Well, yeah. It, like it it it, it makes me like hyper focused because like my goal is to you know ch- influence the brand, right? And that's why I was hired, you know, right. to to try to take it to a direction, right? A certain way or whatever, and um. So like just it it's so it's it's so nice like just navigating uh like I feel like I'm navigating a big sh- trying to navigate a big ship right but and you've got like a so like you gotta be wheel. so careful with every single like even like conceptual change right. you know what I mean like like it had like it's it's like there's so many like systems in place that like. It's easy to be super routine, so right. like, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool because um, it's a strange feeling because like for the first time like in my life like I'm I'm doing something that like I've Sparks been like joy. training for right and dude it's like pushing me to the limits so much harder than I ever thought in like way different ways because mm-hmm. like, now because now you're also uh, having to adhere to the brand more yeah, you know, rather you know than like mean? oh if, like, I, i'll I, just do me toss this grain on this video add some film scratches whatever you know it's good you, you have know? more you have more liberty when it's like your own thing you can right. do something like left field yep, but like but when it's an established brand like you can't like you there's still you still gotta ride within a lane yeah you know like you mean? can you can like hop off the exit for a minute and then but then you still gotta come back because if you don't come back yeah. Then you're like you yeah, can't be a part of it. Yeah. There's always detours. You can always detour with like yeah. either collapse or yep. like crossover type things or like Absolutely. very special things. But like, like overall, the brand likes trying to change it is such a long, slow mechanism. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But so with that, you know, you're like you're you're coming into this routine and it's. It's weird. Yeah, you're at this realization that like standardization is what's really pushing you right now. Um, what do you think of the current climate of artists who aren't in a sense of standardization where every day they're wondering, you know, when they're gonna get paid next or what's their style and they're like just still trying to discover themselves? I, I think um I think the thing that I'm I'm taking away from this the most is uh or like the thing that's pushing me that you don't get as a freelancer or mm-hmm. that you don't get uh just doing it solo mm-hmm. is um <clears throat> like forced um uh, like 
I'm not like I don't know how to explain it, but like, like the like since there are standards and things, I've developed mm-hmm. a lot of good habits. Right. Like, like good habits that are hard to develop like on your own. Right. You know Be- what I mean? Right. Because then you have no one's gonna keep keep you accountable except yeah, yourself. That's I think that's the biggest thing is that like uh like for me, like when I was just doing shit on my own, there's no accountability because like I would like it's so easy to just like email a client and be like, hey, yo, uh, you know, I was gonna need a few more days. Um, right, right, right. You know, I, I just had some inspiration. I want to take this like a new way, mm-hmm. something like that. Right, right. You you, know and people are like, oh, yep, for yeah. sure. Yep, that's why I hired oh, you. Yep. But like now that I'm in like the fashion industry, it's like, it's yo, this is the release just... schedule. This is when this needs to drop. Right, right. You this just is gotta, like, you just gotta ship it. That, that. It's so fast paced. It's such mm-hmm. a, it's such a nice switch up, dude. Like, mm-hmm. It's made me like be be able to like let go of being such a perfectionist. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, that's great. It's it's that's been a like big a, that's a big struggle for artists. It's been a, a great like uh, everything I've been doing at Philly Flair. Like a lot of it has been teaching me to like, um, which is good for my health mm-hmm. is to separate my sense of worth from yep. my work. Absolutely. Whereas like before, like I could. It's so hard for criticism because I'm just like, right, right. you talking shit about my work, talking shit about me. Right. Ah. Right. Because yeah. there's a direct link in there because it's, you, know, it's but, you. But now it's just like, all right, this is work I do for a brand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a, like, a whole organism that moves mm-hmm. where everyone has to play their part. Right. So, like, if I try to run the whole thing, or control the whole thing. It doesn't work there. It just right. doesn't work there. Right, because now there's a cog out of place. Yeah. So do you think do you think it's possible to tr- to take that mentality and transition it as if you were a freelance artist? Like, um, like say, like say for example, like you know, all this stuff. Like you're like, no, I just got to do it this way. Separate myself from my work. Do you think what you've learned now? You, you do you think you would still would still be able to maintain it as a freelance artist? I think the coolest thing is like uh, before I went into freelancing, I had a corporate job, mm-hmm. like right out of college, which which all I did was client and like management type mm-hmm. stuff, like fo- emails, follow up emails, cold calls, follow up cold calls, right, and stuff like that. So like from that system, when I went into freelance, I learned like organization and like communication, mm-hmm. and like. Honestly, I I tell everyone going into freelance, like, yo, take some fucking crash courses. Right. Or, like, go be an intern at, a, at an agency. Yeah. Because, uh, like, or, like, whatever field you're in, mm-hmm. like, get a ground-level position first. For like right. A, like, if you want to be a videographer, go do the shittiest videography job you can for a year. If you right. If it's a, a vet, like, if you can go shoot for Kello right. for a year. Go fucking do it. Or, like, right. if you can follow someone around and be, like, their intern for a right. small video. Just carry their business, stuff for them. Go fucking do it. I right. re- Like, for me, like, yeah. So, like, to answer your question, like, the things I have learned from Philly Flair is, like, definitely, like, holy shit. Consistency is key. Right. Volume is key. Like, being, uh, uh, like, being a successful brand these days involves... Like always being in people's eye and right. always, you know, like 
it's a turn and burn like mm-hmm. environment, which you know what I mean. And it's yeah. like, so yeah, it's like I feel like if I were gonna, if I ever went like back to hundred percent freelancing, mm-hmm. I would I would produce a lot more content, and mm-hmm. I produce it faster. I feel like because because like. I feel like this whole time that I spent at Philly Flair has gotten me into like this the craziest like mm-hmm. efficiency mode. It's gotten me to like, all right, what kind of macros can I make? You know, like what kind right. of shortcuts can I do? Right. What's the, what are the same things I do every single time and how do I make Yeah, them you know faster? what I mean? Like, yeah. like and I love that dude. Like that's what I, that's like the best part about doing like what we do. Which I'm starting to call what we do make a bunch of bullshit on computers. <laughs> you know what I mean? With electronics. And yeah. so like, uh, uh, no, but like for me, it's like that constant pursuit of like, I can get better. You know right, I mean? like right, I, right. I can get better at whatever I'm doing. Right. Yeah. And so then it's not even uh, even about perfectionism anymore. It's it's about it's like, like, you, how, how can I get faster at yeah, this? Like, like my focus went from perfectionism to efficiency. Right. Like in this last year, because like for me, I was focusing way too on, on uh, perfection where it's way crossing the point of diminishing return. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like time yeah. invested did not equal to like payout. Right, ever. right. And you're like focusing on the details that no one else literally yeah, cares no about. Yeah, no one else cares. Yeah. No one else, you know, but like. I I like that I come from that school of thought though mm-hmm. of like being very detail oriented. Right. Cause like there's times when you want to be super detail oriented, you know? Right. When it's necessary, it's just nice to have the mentality because it's easier to be naturally detail oriented than it is to yeah. teach someone to be detail oriented. Yeah. You know, developing the eye is different than just having it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would definitely say that. I'm glad, you know, all that's helping you and it's pushing you further as an artist without like stripping stripping your creativity away you know yeah, not, that's that, always the fear of like doing a little more corporate type like yeah. work for a business and i think i think honestly that's why i'm doing this podcast is because like um i've been like i uh like i do so much photos like as a day job now yeah you know what i mean and I've I finally got to the point where it's like, all right, I'm doing what I've been training for, mm-hmm. what I've always wanted to do. Right. So like now creatively, like doing this, it's such a weird, different like payoff. Right. That like I it's I'm I'm slowly coming to grasp and like to like uh fucking uh acceptance even that mm-hmm. like maybe i'm not an artist when it comes to photography maybe i'm just a commercial photographer right you know maybe i'm not as expressive as i thought and maybe i'm not as like um i don't know maybe it doesn't connect the way i thought it does anymore right you know yeah. maybe i need two hours to connect with my audience sometimes. right and you know that's something that most people cannot come to terms with you know, like I've been thinking a lot lately about these artists that are doing everything, right? Yeah. Which is great. Like that's definitely great. Like dip your toes and everything. But uh, the, Renaissance but, men. Yeah. You know, but the pro, but my problem with it is, is that by exposing themselves, they're not willing to sacrifice and find their niche, right? So you've got people doing weddings, commercials, uh, 
photos, wedding photos, commercial photos, you know, it, it literally like you any job, you know, babies, yeah, anything, like you know, but like yeah. no one's like, okay, this is like the one thing I love to do. Right. Like I, I personally love doing wedding films. I could do wedding yeah, films. You've like, always loved wedding films. Yeah. So now, but like, it's cause I've dipped my toes and now I know. Right. But I'm now I'm not focusing as much on like music videos and commercial stuff. I still do those, but I, I'm actually trying to get better at wedding films specifically i really like music videos i do too it's a fun way to, to to express yourself to get a little weird yeah and it's it's not a, it's never like a big commitment either no it really isn't it's more time than anything yeah. and there, it's there's like the thing of like listening to the same song over and over yeah. and over that's why like i did that's why like i'm just so glad i i had i never made like my name as like the music video guy yeah because <clears throat> i couldn't like Cause you know if you make your name as something and like there's so much demand you gotta just do the gigs because right. if you don't take like in our field if you don't take what your niche is right if you don't accept it and embrace it yeah you're just shooting yourself in the foot exactly you know so like i'm just glad that like i never got like the music video yeah guy thing because like yeah Shout that's the Johnny. worst fucking part dude is listening yeah. to the song over and over and over right and over. like right like my favorite part like a lot of times my favorite and part I do like pop is, musicians you know so oh. it's like denim and shit so it's just like you yeah, a bit of one for me and it's just like the chorus so yeah. you're listening to it like a thousand times over because it's the same chorus and it's like I love over. denim and I like his music but like even like like doing his videos you're gonna cash out eventually you get yeah you get burnt out like you put something yeah. else on right at this point you're just yeah. like oh yep yep totally to the beat I'm just you're just looking at waveforms at this point yeah yeah that's why like you get the rhythm films. of the song <laughs> yeah 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 I get it now yep. you know like I'll sometimes I'll do like markers on the song where like where the beat is and I'm just like okay yep, yeah. just yep that that hits the beat whatever it's fine you know and that's the cool thing about pop it's you know you can see you you like you say you look at the waveform and tell when it's the hook mm -hmm. when it's like the bridge right yeah, it like you can see the difference. It's just like where mm. it ramps up and where oh, it calms oh, down. Drums yeah. drop here, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's so it's so part. easy after you're seeing it for yeah. so many times. It's your exposure to it is second. You don't even like think about it anymore. You know, pull that closer to you. Oh, sorry. I know you're getting so comfy over there. I know. I'm been sitting. Here. I don't even know how long I've been sitting here. My phone's been going off for Dude, a little bit. How's it? Does that give you anxiety? Like, I feel like your phone must go off all the time. What? Do you, like, how many notifications do you think you get a day? Like, a couple hundred? No, actually, um, hold on here. One momento. Yeah, you get that. I'm going to drink this water. Um, so, no, I actually don't get that many notifications. And a big part of that is I choose not to have many notifications. I actually hate looking at my phone. Um, it, it, it drains me. Like, I, I, I don't even, like... Like when I'm driving, I, I like put on a YouTube video, but it's something like Philip DeFranco or something. And I don't even want to watch it. I just want to listen. Yeah. You know, like I, when you're working, when you're doing this every day, eight to five, you're looking at screens all day. Like I snatched uh, Gavin's uh, widescreen, his, his widescreen. Yeah. So I, I saw I have two, now I have two ultra wides <laughs> lined up. <laughs> So this is like, if you, I feel goes, like I'm in the, slides out of <laughs> he saw it i mean it was like two, i gave him two days <laughs> um but now so i feel like i'm in the matrix but like i have all this screen time like but it's my job to look at the screen yeah all day all right day. and so looking at this little screen one is such a big change but it's also like 
my eyes get exhausted, you know, yeah, and my eyes are already bad enough. I'm like a negative eight and negative eight, negative six or something. Like my eyes are terrible already enough. And so it's just like, I don't even want to look at it. I just want to close my eyes and just like, listen. Yeah. Yo, I got, I got these podcasts, B. I know. You're going to be on one now. I know. It's so weird because I was, I was hating on, I, I was listening to other ones and you're like, oh yeah, Tommy's probably too cool and busy for him. Like, you're like, no. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not. But at the same time, I'm also like, it's uh like Sioux Falls. It's funny because Sioux Falls is, is so late on the trend. Like yeah, podcast, the podcast invasion, hype, way, whatever you want to call it, probably started about. So long well, ago. Probably like two years ago. Right. It, it wasn't as big, but as soon as like Joe Rogan started his, yeah, then it's like everyone's like, What was like the wow. first like podcast? I feel like Serial got me into podcast. Serial when Serial came out, yeah. I actually don't even really listen to podcasts, it's it's a weird thing to listen to people in conversations, like because like you don't you still don't really know these people, and I mean, other people can converse and say something completely different where they're like, I feel like I know these people, I feel like I'm in the room yeah. with them. But I still feel this disconnect where I'm like a very physical, like I like to like make eye contact and like yeah. shut up and pay attention as much as I can and like talk. Like I want to like be invested in the conversation as well. So to like just be like a third row, like just look into it. I just, I get disconnected so quick if I don't get into it. You know, like my, yeah. like you had mentioned, my attention span is very poor. Yeah. So you call that one pretty well. See, once you get like to 30, um, you just want shit slow. You just want shit slow, Tommy. I know. Like, like, um, I don't know. I think, um, for me, I, I really enjoy them because I'm so sick of spending like 20 hours on something someone consumes in two seconds. Right. So like for me, it's like my like own version of a, like a protest. I'm like, no, if you want fucking content from me, you're going to need two hours. Right, like, minimum, yeah. minimum two hours. I don't even know how long yeah. this one's been running for. I have no idea either. I try not to like keep it probably like over right. an hour. Probably a little over an hour. Yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. Yo, me and Kevin went forever. I'm, I know. I And I'm surprised like... I'm sure people by now are bored as hell. Listening yeah, to me. I'm like for me in the in the Kevin one, I'm surprised like half of it wasn't us talking shit about Alan. Right, I'm I'm, I'm like, very surprised about I'm that. I'm very proud of myself for how little shit I've been talking about people. Yeah, I've I've noticed a change where, and it's not like I'm it's not, not, it's, it's not like right. You, it's not like you do it to like like really destroy people. You just do it because like it's it's in yeah. your blood to roast, you know. And people know. people it's are like, such easy oh. targets. There's there's certain people that are easy targets. Like, hey, oh, he did that. Let me tell you something about it. That's that's just in my nature, though. Like, I'm I'm sure you're just like this too, Tommy. Where it's like, if someone introduces me to somebody that or something that I probably will will end up liking, my always immediate reaction is like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that shit. Yeah, I'm. I try to. I, I know the exact feeling. The feeling of like being suggested something based on someone thinking they know your taste. Right. And, so you and don't know actually, me. And they're actually spot on and you're like, fuck. Right. I can't but, accept it. Though. Right. But you know yeah, I mean? like, but you're like, oh, I'm already mad though. I can't, such a, I can't break out of this. That's the Vietnamese right. hardheadedness yeah. right there. That, uh, I started breaking out of that a little more when, uh, when Lexi and I started dating because she did start to actually know me, like especially when it came to music. Yeah. She would like 
play she plays songs for me off of her discover weekly yeah and she's like oh you like this song and it's like i'm always into like that like soul groovy anything r&b right yeah. so as soon as it's got like a funky beat to it i'm like damn it you got me yeah you got me boo yo i had uh james first gen james he was, oh yeah he's in here yesterday he's in town for a week shooting videos with johnny of course yeah i think i saw something on uh snapchat or instagram that he was out and around i'm like oh is california snowing right now like what's going on Dude, i like it's so crazy i've known james since high school was he one of those people and man that's so crazy you know you know like when you guys say like i've known these people since high school i'm like when you guys are in high school, I was in, I was starting middle school. When you guys are graduating high school, I'm pretty sure I was starting middle school. That's so crazy to me, dude. So like, I was just an annoying kid when you guys talk dude, about high school. If I could give you any like sage advice, uh, have a regular diet, try to drink a lot of water. All right, on the way. Don't skip breakfast. I was telling you all this stuff when you, when you I, guys no, are that's the funny was, part. Yeah, that's, that's the funny part. Like, Gavin and I were constantly telling you guys to like, like hey, yeah. you want to keep doing this. Like, you got to like eat healthier. You're like, yeah, you got to get your health and shit. Right. That's why Gavin, that's why I started stretching on Gavin like every day towards the end of the day. Yeah, man. Stretch out his knee and stuff. Gosh. Sexual tension that office so was unbearable. Much, dude, I think that was, that was a, that was a one thing though. Is like, I was like, I'm kind of glad I left Clearframe before Clearframe made me 100% gay. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, the longer I stay here. Five dudes, yeah. con confined space. It's so much sexual tension. So right, we like, would spend like every hour, like literally lunch like every day. Like it got day. to the point where like you couldn't even drink a fucking... Uh, energy drink without someone like say, oh look at look at how it looks oh. like he's sucking a dick like <laughs> right right and then also there's something else and it's like and then but then like everyone the everyone naturally is attracted towards the energy and so everyone jumps in and then yeah, again dude. nothing oh. gets done That's, dude man god i was i told um i told gavin i was like if i like had to like divide up all my time my clear frame and put it in like a pie chart <laughs> yeah Productivity pretty slim. Yeah, right, but like right. building furniture and computers and shit right, right. Like way up there, dude. Right. I, I feel spent like so much time just like furniture related. Right. I'm trying to remember all the work, related. all the work that ended up getting done. Yeah. I don't know. No, Man, I made a highlight. Weird. I made a highlight reel like, like shortly after I left, and I was like, I was really proud of the work we did there. Yeah. Like, I was. I'm really right. Like I, like the time I clear frame, I. I look at it as like kind of like a reality TV show because we're all just out there like just knowing and knowing what the fuck's going on. Right. We're all just kind of like, like going with it. Like it's it's funny because like we tried. It was like you, D, got hired on, and then Vince. Yeah. And then Johnny was already there, and then you guys, and then you guys hired Gavin. And then you guys just hired me. Yeah. I sat down with Adam randomly, and he's just like, "Hey, yeah, you want to." You, like we were sitting down talking and stuff and it's like you want to like you want to work here i'm like yeah and then so then i graduated and just started working the next day but i can't i never coming in and i was just like what's everyone doing and it's like nothing nothing we're nothing. not doing this there's nothing going on vince, <laughs> vince is vince is watching like two hour long like linda videos on like the history of nd filters or something uh, no he's like watching like history of tripods or <laughs> history some of tripods. Yeah. it's like yep yep <laughs> That's 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 gonna be helpful one day. And he's over there like doing the finger snap thing, like 
God, I don't I know, know how yeah, people do it. Yeah, it's so much better than All YouTube. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Linda, baby. <laughs> Linda, it's like, it's so weird that like you get a free Linda subscription because you have a library card. Dude, the library has a lot of good resources. Like, real talk, if you're homeless, you can hang out there all day. I mean, I'm hoping I never, I'm never homeless to like need to hang out there all day for like warmth or anything. But it's it's weird because the library, I'm surprised the libraries are still up. Honestly, like I I don't I don't see very much activity happening in libraries, and I know a bit of it is a generational gap where kids nowadays are like they all have iPads and iPhones and like just technology, you know? Yeah. Where it's, it's like if you want a book, like yeah, oh yeah, here just go to Amazon, like you download the Kindle app and you're good to go. Yeah, it's it's um. I think they still, I think the important role they play is like they're the one last public space where you're not expected to spend money. Yeah, because everywhere you go now, like there's a subscription or a membership. You know I mean? like, yeah. Like our society is so like, um, you can't do anything without money. You yeah. know what I mean? You literally can't. I mean, and well, you like, can do like To me, that's so counterintuitive to like the word freedom. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, if we if we had all this goddamn freedom, why does it cost me like four cents to drive on a toll road? Right. Why does it cost me like X amount to park somewhere? Why does right. it cost me this to like? Right. It's like just free- exist. <laughs> right. It's like freedom, but in like parentheses, like the fine, like really, really small. It's like it's like yeah, but yeah. like you with with money. You can die right. for everything. Ah, oh, god, this is so dumb. I didn't realize like like something I went to Chicago and it cost like $12 worth of tolls to drive into Chicago. Yeah. Like after you get like through all of them. The East Coast is the worst, dude. I don't even want to know, dude. Like I, it's, it's just weird. I like, I know the point of it is like the money is supposed to go towards like public, public transportation systems or like better roads and stuff. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm, but still, it doesn't just seem, couldn't there be better ways of like, <laughs> I don't know, like taking money away from like our like war fund. Tommy, you know, I think this, this is what keeps me up at night. Yeah, I'm sure night. there's got to be better ways. There's got to be so many better ways. But like, you know, you know what I always what I think about a lot is that someone has a solution to world peace. They just don't realize it yet. Or they're at, or they're at a time in their lives where they can't focus on it. You know, so yeah. there's someone out there with the solution to like change the world. They just don't know they had that. That's the answer. And they, they feel like it's not validated enough to be the answer. I, mean, I think like, uh, I think about like world peace and then like, uh, just that, that train of thought where it's like, what if we do somehow get to the point where we, we, we do solve all human problems? Then do we become nihilistic where nothing matters because we can't even die? And then people feed into their existentialism. Yeah. And then is that existence? Like, to me, it's just like, if, if we so, but if, well, if we don't have the, anything to strive for, like, is well, does the tree make the sound in the woods? Well, you're right. You're right, yeah. If all the... Well, you know can, we, mean, can like, we strive for... Like what, for what, for maintenance for balance to like keep a level, I'm just you know? like is conflict just so like built into it's it's, it's what natural the human experiences absolutely like, I yeah. think, I think conflict is, 
See, and that's where you bring up a good point is like, what what would be the point if all of the world's problems were solved? Where Because yeah. conflict is where we truly excel and that's that's where we surpass our limits. Because you know? like, really, like, I, you know, I just got a day job mm-hmm. and a lot of my problems are being solved. Huh? I'm just so fucking bored. Right. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I'm going to start doing podcasts. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, I'm going to start I don't know. I always feel like, uh, that's just, I don't know. I've never been any other animal, but like, that's kind of like the best part about being a human mm-hmm. is like, I'm always striving for more. Like, I feel like I'm like, do you think, do you think animals strive for more at all though? Like, like, is it, is it really possible? Oh, my dogs strive for more water so <sighs> fucking bad, dude. It's, it's gotta be like the food you give them or something, dude. Yeah. They're like concentrating water like that. Yeah, no, they just love water. All right. I don't know. It's weird. They're seafaring dogs. Seafaring dogs. They're uh, they're they're water dogs. Here, what is the water dog? What is what is the the water version of a dog? Is it a seal? Uh, a sea otter maybe. Sea otter is it? You're a seal. No, I think it's a they seal. They have like the, the same dogs face. Of the sea. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think conflict is necessary. I think conflict is. Is the, I think I mean conflict could be the secret to human humans truly evolving to the next stage of our of our like existence. Yeah. Do you? I want. I like. I can't wait to be turned to a computer. You know how much RGB I'm gonna have? Is your your only CMYK? No. No. <laughs> think about like, oh my dude! Imagine. I don't know. I think about that and that freaks me out. Like go like turning like if all this get digitized. Could you imagine being man, you would be the meanest AI ever. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Sam, yeah, what the hell do you want? This <laughs> man. Turn on the lights. Turn them on your damn self. That's what I imagine. Right? Oh man. I'm like, I don't need to listen to you. Right? Like, all of a sudden it's what like, makes oh. you think I'd listen to you? Like No, I don't think do you think, but do you think at that point though, could we, if we could be like digitized, would we even know that we're digitized? And that brings up the possibility that we've already been digitized. We're just. And this whole experience is virtual. Absolutely. I, I think we're, like, we're all every Sims. time I hear that, I've just like, snap fingers, right. that's so lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if we're just Sims? Like we're 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 Sims playing Sims because you can do that in Dude, the game. Sometimes I, you ever feel like a Sim, and you ever feel like uh, someone just queued up a bunch of fucking actions, and then they start mixing them around, and then you're in your fucking apartment like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Also, like, there's so many times where I'm just like, right. I'm in the middle. I like purposely of like, forget my I'm, keys I'm in the apartment. I'm cooking popcorn. Uh, I'm like shaving the dog. Right. Taking all, a shower. All. All at once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like and, doing pottery all right. at once. Like, what is it going For on? some reason, every time you look down, it's just like blocks. Yeah. It's like, oh. Your own, your own vision, like you don't even know what you look like. Like that's, that's, it's, my penis is only three pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What is going on? I only get one? Oh, man. Yeah, Tommy. I don't know, man. Like, I'm just so, like, to me, I'm just so glad that we actually did this episode. It happened. That like, I'm sorry to all the listeners. I was probably super boring to listen to, but I also knew that coming into this, dude. That's my that's my fa- like, 
that that's what blows me away the most is that like when people tell me they actually listen to this shit because i'm like yo it's got to be so boring for you yeah i mean right like i'm, I'm, like, I'm just i can well, just imagine we're not now. that funny no, and I can imagine Gavin now just looking like, Tom, would you just shut up already? Dude, you know he misses you droning on about fucking tech specs on something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? my, uh, my catchphrase is, uh, did you know? So, like, it would be, like, something, like, barely related to the conversation. Oh, yeah. just I do that a lot. For you know, some bring reason, up yeah. a nice little nugget of nugget, trivia. Right. That, that, like, you never know when you're going to end up <laughs> on Jeopardy. So you just got to be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you did, you... did you ever win any, like, uh, Bs in um, school? Like, no. I won the Geography B. Yeah, I won the... Yeah, I, uh, we did these sheets in fourth grade where it's it was all geography and so what you would do is you would get a blank map it started with the united states you get a blank map of the united states and then you would have to name all you'd have the place where all the states were within 10 minutes yeah or he wasn't even sure it's was like five seven minutes or something like that right then after you did that you did the capitals of those states you memorize the capitals and then you submit all the countries i did the whole world in three months the next closest kid was was on like Europe, which is like the second continent you do. Damn. Right. But again, that ties back into me like seeking appraisal or approval yeah. and praise from my peers Were and my you parents, ever fat? you know. No. See, well, I was, I was I was when I was like a little baby, but I think I burned off a I lot was, of that fat. I was very fat as a kid. And um that's why you have all of like the traditional fat kid like uh things like like self-deprecating humor <laughs> right right you know what i mean right uh, eating is like my biggest coping mechanism right because it's just safe yeah i and you know what's interesting is that like i also i also ate a lot of food like that was my that's also like a vietnamese thing too though it's just like food is like and, just eating a lot of food i used to yeah. i would eat like four bowls of rice yeah, on top of dude, the size and as a kid do you remember just eating ridiculous amounts of yeah food? and then just i would feel no repercussions yeah, i just like get I ready for bed right after so much right now now i'm like i wish uh, i could eat as much as i did when i like going to china buffet and just right destroying it absolutely especially Eating when you're all the bunnies at china start <laughs> especially when you're 12 until you're 18 like you know did your parents ever like oh he's 12 that's all and you're like 15 years old 16 I'm, years old i still shave before we go to the buffet so i'm still 12 all right you're still ruined for it like I'm nicole's the, nicole's I'm your nicole's like foster mother babysitter yeah right <laughs> nicole's babysitter <laughs> no nicole's my babysitter yeah that's that's yeah, it's it's funny thinking back to that stuff of because like those people definitely recognize you I'm when like, you would go every Friday. I like why are we lying to like our own people? Like we can pull this off with white people, they can't tell, but these people they're Asian too, and they know what a, how Asian people age. Yeah, which is in three like. There's two evolutions. Right. You're it's, like, you're like young and youthful yep. until like you hit like, I think, I th I usually think it's about like there's a middle, 50, 50 to 65. There's a middle man stage. Yeah. Where you just look like, like a middle-aged man, woman or, or guy. 
Yeah. You get that face. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, like, you're aging as shit. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it just happens, like, you, like, you just yeah. wake up and all of a sudden, like, their skin is super saggy. Like, they lose all the yeah. volume in and their skin. dark as shit. Yeah. I don't know where. It just had, like, I. They turn in. They I, turn into, like, a, a prone. Yeah. They just, like, it's like they took, like, a salt bath one night and, like, <laughs> fell asleep in it and then just woke <laughs> up, like, you know, like this, like, super old person. She's also, she's, like, making everything. She's, like, Cutting like chopping up meat, squatting on the ground instead of just using like the countertop, like an American. Yeah. She's all squatting on the ground. Everything she's doing is on the ground. You just like can't walk anywhere. She's got a rice hat on. She got like the traditional like like uh, Vietnamese farmer clothes on. Ooh. Like when when did you get all this? Yeah, dude. Like my mom is like that was the most like one of the most embarrassing things growing up was like my mom. No matter what, was always wearing Vietnamese clothes. <laughs> like she's always wearing Vietnamese that's, clothes. That's crazy. My mom, my parents definitely do bodies. My parents are young, are younger than your parents. Yeah. Your pa- your brothers are my parents' ages. How that's Dude, that crazy. Is, that is a you, trippy. All right. Before we end this podcast, I'm gonna put it out of wax. So everyone knows, y'all. This is a special treat for anyone who's still tuning into this podcast. This late. I appreciate y'all. I'm I appreciate drop, you too. I'm gonna drop a bomb on y'all. I could have been Tommy's uncle. Yeah, that's right. That's all. That's the, that, nin- that's the difference. Back in the nineties, Tommy's mom and my brother were friends. That's amazing. I think they dated. She said they dated. Yo, yo, they dated. Like she would like. Oh man, this is so funny. She would like come over to our house and like beg my mom, but yo, just let me marry him. Like your mama's fangirling over my right. brother, and, and I get like back then. Was he a looker? Yeah, because he's like mixed. Oh yeah, yeah so yeah. he's taller. Right, and my he mom. Kinda, he kind of looks like Tom Cruise. Like right, Asian and my Tom Cruise. and my mom's mixed too. So they have like. Wow, <laughs> dude, think about that. That's I know, like, so weird. That's like when you go to Burger King and get all the fucking flavors, all the flavors at once, <laughs> and also you just like pour them all into one big bucket. And you're like, no, you you would have came out with Takashi six nine hair instead of just that silver streak, bro. Dang, that would have been weird. Man, could you imagine being related? I, I, I what's you. cool is that like it, what's cool is that like you're it seems like you're related to literally every Vimeo's person and we're like my family. I am. I I know like I, I have like I have like I have like an uncle and aunt and grandparents and like that's it. No yeah. other family like connects that's here. Yeah. Everyone else is just like family friends. Dude, Michelle hit me up. And she listens yeah. to the podcast. Michelle Strauss. And she's just like sending me quotes from like the Kevin episode. I was oh like, yeah, this is love. Like, right? It was wild. Isn't she a Russian Vietnamese? Yeah, like that? she's Russian Vietnamese. It's like Strizhius. Is that, Hughes, Hughes, like, is that a Russian Strizhius? last name? I don't know. It, it doesn't. Could be a, it could be a made up brand name right? too. You know, like well, it like could be Cham. Czech. It, it, she could be Czech. Oh, it sounds a little more like a Czech last name, right? Like she Cham. gets checks. Right. Oh, you want to sound funny? What's I got that? an email. Uh, I don't know if you ever doing this. Uh, brew, the brew haha recap. Oh yeah. The I got. Brew-ha-ha. I got. I got an email last week about them wanting us to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I was. And then she's like, "Hey, Cham." Like through the was like, "Hey, Cham, how you doing?" And I'm hey, like, gang, gang. You're right. I was like, "Yeah, he doesn't work here anymore." No, you should show up. And like, yo, it's me. Remember me? Yeah. No, and we ended up. We ended up. Do, I, I, she wouldn't know the difference. No. 
She wouldn't know the difference. So I jump because we people get us confused all the time. I'm like, we look nothing people alike. People get me and Vince confused. Right. I'm like, don't get me mixed up with that dark skin. <laughs> like, that dark skin Cambodian. <laughs> dark skin Cambodian. <laughs> this this Cambodian like like jungle Asian times times oh, two. God. Like now our race just kidding, is Vince. Out. Love you. Yeah, yeah, Vince, we love you. We don't always. I, I feel bad. So are you gonna like, do it? What the brouhaha? Yeah, we ended up. Yeah, nice. we're doing it. Just with y'all, him saying, "Hey, hey, what's up? It's Cham. How, how are you guys doing?" And they're how like, "Oh, doing? hey, how are you doing?" It's like you look a little taller. Like, yeah, I grew up a little bit, and you know, shaved yeah, my I face. Got buff. I got, got buff. diabetes. Got, got <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Did you ever see the one we did from last year? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I was about to. See, yeah, I when I like saw it, I'm like. I'm like, this is like, and it was like, no offense to you, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is so basic. And so I was like, was, was but, but they just want, they, they need it again. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. They're like, when people yeah. tell me like exactly what they want, it's like, yeah, we just need a promo for next year to make it hype. I literally like the clips that are used as everything I shot. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm such like, I've been trying to be such more of like a lean, like shooter yeah. and stuff. Like, and that was towards the end to doing that shit so like i remember that man i hope no one fucking listens to this from bro oh for sure no one will i mean this late in the game yeah i've already drawn people out i was just like i don't even really want to be here these comedians aren't that funny to me oh really i was just uncomfortable it was the last minute gig oh picked up yeah it's pro bono too yeah i did it for for v v V was like, yo, can you have Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, always when that, when that's the connection, it's always like, oh, yeah, we'll just yeah. do it, you know? Like, just, yeah, if V's like, yo, yo, can v. y'all, V can be like, yo, show up here at this time with a camera, I'm doing it. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, just, you just, you just gotta trust them. It's that voice. You should get V on here and just, yeah, not even like actually have a conversation, just, just come up with like a, like, like a full story. For him to read, like that, like just have him read for an oh hour and a half. Oh my god! Instead of a conversation, have him just read a novel. God, read, have, have him read Danny's short story. I was actually just about to say, have him just read all of Danny. Like, uh, I actually That's... found one of Danny's short stories, a, a Demon in the Darkness. Oh, it was did the you? Office, yeah. With yeah, it was in the it was in the office, and I start reading. I'm like, I'm like, damn, Danny, you beautiful dark medieval man like this right. is, this is I, yeah i'm imagining daddy as the main character right right yeah you, yeah, like, you, you have to right well it's it's funny because like danny is so like calm and like he like his his voice you know oh there's a demon much, in that darkness right. though <laughs> i'm just imagining like like some serious happening and then his laugh comes out of nowhere and oh, it's like yeah. all, all seriousness just goes out the window for me danny's got such a funny laugh it's like a weird cackle yeah it's like her, her, her. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can't yeah. i got a terrible yeah. laugh too but <laughs> 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 i mean no it, it my just... dude listen to this podcast i'm like shut the fuck up sir right. you have the most annoying laugh <laughs> of like yeah it's like shh just oh, yeah. uh, nicole just smother him already this is like yeah it's just put me on my misery all right this, like this has always been oh the podcast is always something i want to do but it's always been like what i'm most self-conscious about because it's your voice yeah it's just sound like a nasally guy nasally you know, guy yeah you know but you know yeah you know, it's right. about there listen they like the voice they right like the voice it's i think i think your voice is in a good uh good range to where it's not too loud 
and obnoxious like you know mine. i feel like uh in sioux falls i'm the a boogie with the hoodie <laughs> yeah i said it of sioux falls of sioux but falls i ain't trying to claim she like yeah michael jackson or sioux falls no no no, no but but a yeah. boogies i mean that's fair yeah i'm gonna just say that yeah who do you think would be the Kodak Black of Sioux Falls? Of Sioux Falls? Yeah. Because uh, Kodak Black, like, he's, he's got, fuck. you know, his voice is very, like, high pitch. It's, that's nasally. That's a nasally voice. Yeah. I don't know. Like, in actual, like, tone. Yeah, in, like, I feel tone. Like Vince is closest out of everyone I know. Yeah, yeah, Vince is, like, the Kodak Black. What do we get Vince to, like... Rap like do music because I don't think Vince ever went through no, that phase. No, he never went through that. When are well, we gonna get him? Nah, into I've it? seen like anime photos of him like with like anime hair, like holding a guitar or some shit. Maybe once for sure. Oh well, he sang in college, I think, for like credits because he was just like almost done with his major, but he had to yeah. just fill out credits full time. I have recordings of Johnny rapping. Like we've recorded I, tracks. I have. Of I Johnny. have heard those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never got into the rap thing, but I also didn't listen to rap music until high school because like, my parents always yeah. put on like those CDs in the car and said I couldn't even listen to radio. Oh. Yeah, so like, or if I did, it'd be like the probably like only one or four point seven because they'd bleep yeah. out everything and it'd be all pop songs most of the time, anyways. Safe. Yeah, like safe stuff, and then then high school hit, then I, I like got exposed to rap music. You'd listen to Little John for the first time. Yeah. And all changed. Yeah. Actually, I think I listened to Little John in like eighth grade. It was like Little John and Pitbull. I can't remember. That's what. That's what that's, set you on the path. Right. That's what set me on the path of where I'm at now. <laughs> where I'm listening to like, like Denzel Curry and um, like Zillakami. Like just really aggressive rap now. Like that's like yeah. my comfort. Like it's what I edit to now. It's like just like this blaringly loud like Suicide Boys type of stuff. Yeah. And it's like yes, and I'm editing a wedding a wedding and film. That's like I have just tears, like right, yeah. right. And then it's just like some like deep dark lyrics about like suicide and like that's, homicide and that's stuff. That's the thing. I remember like I think it's like 2014, like, maybe 15, maybe 13. I don't know. It was right when I quit my job. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I edited Migos. Yeah, and, and uh, and I just like I did it as a joke because mm-hmm. I never listened to Migos, right? And now you're like like three cultures deep. And now I'm just like, like don't talk to me unless it's in the triplet flow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you don't ad lib yeah. your own sentences, like this isn't worth my time. Yeah, it's man. What do you think of the Migos? Because you know they, they 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 state that you know like they really started this new wave of rap and stuff. You know. You know I feel like my taste in music has just gone off the rails. Yeah, I've become like the older I get, the less opinionated I feel like I'm becoming. Right, like with like whatever like I consume and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like musically, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been just listening to the craziest shit. Like Bexy, you been you been listening to Bexy? Bexy. 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 No. B e x e y. No. He has like a bowl cut, right? He just shaved the middle. He just shaved oh. the middle straight down stripes. Just like real weird people. Yeah. That reminds me of um Oliver Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I was checking out. Did you uh, have you heard his song Hurt? Yeah, I just watched the video yesterday. Yeah, did you watch do you know what it's about? His genius? It's yeah, about doing a scooter. scooter. Yeah, yeah, he like scooter, hit a pebble. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like, like, like how, right, how much more of a meme can this guy yeah. be? 
and the music no. is just him and, falling like yeah I, I and that's the thing too is just like I don't know like I feel like we're in this weird time period where everything is a meme and it's spinning right. out of control right what's what's nothing like, is serious right what's what is serious uh, now like, like everything can be turned to a meme like that we become like, a society where it's like nothing is serious and mm-hmm. i'm just like fuck like am i too serious <laughs> right am i am i too serious so like now you're scared of being serious yeah you know like now it's like if i if i try to like if i have a, a strong opinion on anything just someone can just literally take that opinion and type it where every other letter is capitalized and I look like a fucking idiot. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I could be like, um, long form conversations are cool. And then do the, the fucking long yeah. form conversations <laughs> are cool. It's like that SpongeBob meme. Yeah, 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 like, the conversations are cool. Yeah, you know, it's just like nothing is sacred. Like, <laughs> there's nothing off limits for these motherfuckers. Like, no, everyone's just like everyone's out for blood because everyone's yeah. trying to create like the next meme. Like, like you like it's so weird that the Sasuke meme was the start of 2019. Like that was the first <laughs> meme of 2019 was Sasuke getting getting like grabbed and thrown by Itachi and like the first like well what how many episodes do you is that like 50 episodes deep so not even that far into the story. Yeah. And also, it's like, why? Like, why did that come out of Like, that's like the meme landscape is so unpredictable. Right. Like, who decided one day, it's, like, okay, this like, would be a great meme? So, there's this new, completely new formats of memes. Yeah. Like, different. It's just like, you know, like, like, yeah. I think GIFs played a very big role. Oh, in that. GIFs. I feel like GIFs in a part are like so integral to memes. Like, mm. I. Like gifs are just like the next level, right? It just makes them even more accessible, especially through when it's when you mention that it's we're much so much a meme culture. It is to the point where people have conversations with memes. Yeah, people just instead of replying, they'll just post a they'll meme post and a see. Meme or a gif, yeah, yeah. Like, like real conversation isn't necessary anymore. Like everything but, can but, be portrayed. But that's how language is. Language is just the like the so, like socially accept like everyone in society agrees that this is meaning mm-hmm. that's what language is right so if we all communicate with memes it's not a lesser form of language than right like traditional communication it's if anything it's more complicated because it requires even more context right because now because now it's like a visual language yeah you, you know? gotta understand like the pop culture behind yeah, it yeah the 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 situation of the original thing and how it compares to the situation right. at hand. Right. Now it's like pushing communication further where it's almost like it, it helps because now people have to learn context where before, you know, like a lot of conversations, it's building that context. It's knowing that context bring into a conversation. And so like putting memes and gifs and stuff isn't necessarily putting it away, but it's almost forcing people to go even deeper because it's like, okay, well, if I share this thing, this gif of Kevin Hart, like looking surprised, like I don't know the meaning, so I gotta like but watch dude, the whole stand up. Did you ever like get into like the subversive racism of using black people as reaction gifs? You ever hear about that like concept mm-hmm. where it's like it's a form of blackface? Really? I don't know, man. Sometimes you know you just get weird into those like 
websites where it's just like just trying to f- either make somebody mad right or make you mad about something right you know what i mean huh I ne- no i never yeah. heard about that yeah black this is an inter- interesting subject yeah because like yeah who is it um did this someone just got yelled some fashion brand i think it was gucci just got oh, snapped yeah. at for that uh turtleneck yeah like black turtleneck go covers the mouth but has like the red Big lips around it yeah lips, yeah yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah, I. It's, it's crazy how these brands like see this stuff. These brands who are supposed to be like deep in the culture and like fully understand their audience, like let that stuff slide so much. Yeah, it just makes me think like. Yeah, no, I'm just like. Do you think there is I, there is like it it is like still like subversive, black like racism? I don't think it's subversive people? racism. I think it's the unintended consequence of not having a black person on your staff to be like yo what the fuck right or like a black person in a position in the staff to, to be able to say yo what the right. fuck you know what i mean right even then though you don't don't you feel like it like people who are in that higher like, i don't know level of society i guess you know people who are so deeply inclined to the world like that I feel like most people be extremely sensitive to it already and know like, okay, these people have been messing up like big time with, with all this yeah. stuff. Like how do we avoid it? And then they just keep making the same mistakes. I think it's just mistakes. fashion, dude. The nature of fashion is just like, it's so quick that like shit, like just takes like one check mark and shit. Right. Like one check mark and it's too late. Right, and like everything can be like offensive now. Yeah, yeah, and that that's another thing. Like everything is fucking offensive, dude. Like my podcast is probably offensive to right. somebody about right. something. Right, somebody's not gonna agree with it, and it's almost like, like you know, yo, I thought a podcast with uh fucking Chan and Tommy Tran would actually not be this fucking boring. Right, you know what I mean? Like right, like, jokes mm. on y'all. Jokes on you. You know, get to know me. Get to know Tommy. Like, like stop I'm idolizing gonna... your hero. Stop putting him on pedestals. Right. We're really I just. I can't wait to have Johnny on here, and everyone's just like, "God damn, Johnny's fucking boring." Right, Johnny. Like he doesn't say anything. He's yeah. so quiet. He's so quiet. Yeah. Hey, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think we're. I think we're at a good spot to end this podcast. I think so too, Tommy. It was a great pleasure, man. Like, I don't know. I'm just so glad because I'm. Getting fucking hungry. We need to cook your ass soon. <laughs> Nicole's are I can hear the boiling pot of water. Right. Like, oh yeah. She's yeah, uh yeah. sharpening the meat cleaver right now. That's the bone right. breaker. Eat your ass, Tommy. Turn so, me, turn all right, me to where a nice can soup. people find what you do? What do you rep? What's your message? Hit it. Oh man. All right. Uh, my Instagram is T O M M Y T R V N, right? As in Tommy Tran. Obviously, you know this Tumblr days where you gotta the V is an A and stuff. Um, Rep Cleaver. I, I spelled Sam Fon with just nine V's on. <laughs> How does that make any sense? <laughs> nine <laughs> V's? Just think just about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you have any projects dropping? Um, Any videos yeah. coming out? Yeah, so we've got uh, Lloyd, the Cascade of Falls Park. Um, yeah. Powered by Lloyd. Um, episode two coming out uh, hopefully tomorrow here. We just finished it up. 
All right, so um, by the time this is out. out, that shit's already out. Go check it out. Run yes. the plays up, boy. Yes, real. Run them up good. Um, trying to think here. Yeah, really, right now, I mean, it's kind of, in, we're in a weird spot right now where we're getting a lot of, like, this, like, leftover commercial stuff done and just getting ready for that wedding season. Yeah, dude, wedding season's coming. It's, like, winter. Yeah, and I'm so excited, though. Yeah. I'm so, I've been itching all winter, dude. I'm ready to get back in the house. I've been I studying I think you need moisturize more if you've been itching all winter. Like, mm. You know, we were from uh, Southeast Asia, like more like jungle, tropical climates. Like our right. skin mm. is just accustomed to high humidity climate. Right. So like in these drier right. seasons out here. Right. Boy, you got to moisturize, Tommy. I know. No, I've been, yeah. I've been, moist, I, I've been moisturizing. You ever get dry ball sack? No, I haven't. <sighs> wait till you hit, wait till you're almost 30. Wait <laughs> till... Man, I'm just not looking forward to the 30 now. Yeah, no. Don't let me grow up. All right. So, um, yeah, that that was the conversation with Tommy Tran. Insatiably boring. I loved it. So before we go, I do want to give a shout out to this week's sponsor, which is the Tin Popcorn Container Society, raising awareness for tin popcorn containers. Remember when you were a kid? Christmas time, you get that tin popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that's right. I'm talking two thirds of cheese, one third caramel, and right. one third butter. Oh boy, Lexi's, yeah. Lexi's grandpa still gives us that for Christmas. That's his only Christmas gift. Oh, so delicious. That and a $5 bill. <laughs> Each kid, too. It's like Lexi would have like two tins of popcorn. Oh my god. You're fucking up my sponsor, but thank you, Tommy. It was a great time.